0: I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance.
1: The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Games too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball is in trouble to begin with.
2: The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace.
0: It's a Thursday, Dallas. The whole day. Uh, All day.
2: All day, it's Thursday. Joey's Uh, here. Someone call it Groundhog Day. Yeah. (laughs) We got Joey here. We got Jake
0: here. We're talking baseball today. Oh, man. What a a weekend we have ahead of us, though. I know uh, you listen to this podcast maybe to hear about things that have already happened. But I would argue that the things that are about to happen are more exciting. Uh. Uh You talking schedule wise? I'm talking I'm talking we got
2: Cards Brewers this weekend. Mm-hmm. Good old fashioned Donny Brook. I thought you were talking oh. about the, uh, the the A's Astros series coming up. Oh but that's I don't think that those was those games understood. used to have
0: juice for sure. I used to look forward to those. Wow. But I don't know if you saw the standings, but the Brewers and Cardinals are separated by a mere one game in the standings.
2: Oh, yeah. It's close. It's close. Hmm. I
0: think uh, uh, that that series, I think here's my take. Whoever comes out of that series in first place will win the division.
2: Okay, well, the Cardinals uh, will enter that series in first place. Correct. So I like their chances already. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a game, but this is what I talked about last week was remember I just I hi- I highlighted the run differential and I know that's something minor, something small, but you also look at the way that those two teams have played the last, I don't know, week and a half or so. I I don't want to say they're heading in opposite directions, but I, I think the Cardinals have won eight out of their last ten.
3: I don't yeah, know. The Cardinals the Brewers, are hot.
2: I don't know that the Brewers are playing five hundred baseball during that span excuse um, me
0: excuse you what the brewers are the brewers are doing fine okay what? we, yeah, had, if, a rough sub we baseball had a rough go after the get, trade I, jared, deadline i can understand why then? you're
2: okay with sub 500 baseball these days i get it <laughs> i'm, I, I, I'm a, it's fine if you're looking to dress it up no problem all, go ahead i don't know smells, what you're trying ahead, to say more perfume on that pig jared go ahead yeah no. Let me go,
0: go. Yeah. I'm a, first of all, I'm a Brewers fan. I got sub 500
2: fan. over their last 10. I just at it. Yeah. Okay. It up. Well, they're, they're a winning
0: team for the whole season. No, but that's they're the good. larger sample size. They're a oh. game out of first place.
2: Okay. That's, hey, look, I, I chose to choose an arbitrary date. Yeah. That's how well, you look at baseball,
0: that's, Jared. That's lame. No, you don't. <laughs> that's super lame. So you want to look at arbitrary dates? I'll show you arbitrary dates, the Milwaukee Brewers.
2: How how are the uh, how, uh do we got a uh, do we got TBAs on the bump yet? We got TBAs uh, on the
0: tip. Yeah, it looks like uh Eric Lauer versus Jordan Montgomery in the opener. Okay. Which is very uh unfortunate that the Cardinals would just go ahead and make a trade like that <laughs> for for a broken down center fielder. Um and then on Saturday Saturday it is Corbin Burns versus Adam Wainwright. Ooh. That'll be fun.
2: Uh, and then in Sunday, the Sunday finale, Freddy Peralta,
0: you're gonna get Aaron Ashby versus Miles Michaelis. Mm, no, Freddy. no Freddy. No Freddy. Ashby, Just- uh, the ERA doesn't look sexy, but he is. Uh, I mean, his he's two and ten. But that dude can can punch with the best of them.
2: Is this so? I mean, it really feels like I don't know. Look, you're you're talking about the ERA. Doesn't look sexy for Ashby. I'm not one to I'm not one to get lost in those kind of numbers. No, not at all. Not at all. It's all about like you know. I'm I'm a big recency. How are things going right now? The latest, you know, your last two starts. How 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 have they gone? How how Mm have things? How have they gone for Ashby? I don't. I don't know. I don't. If I'm just spitballing here off the top of my head, thinking about lines that I just have looked over, I don't know that his last two three starts have been great. Maybe it's just his last two starts because I feel like there was a, a. I feel like he had his his best outing actually within the last three or four starts.
4: Right. Yeah, that's correct.
2: So I don't know how the last few have been. Two out of mm-hmm. three ain't bad. I don't think it's been two good ones. I think it's been two or three bad ones, and then that one. Hmm. Are, you, are you still a Cardinals guy? Like I feel Wait, like you were I mean,
0: you listen <clears> me I feel like just, you were suck You were sucking their toes like last year and the year before. I don't know where you're at. like what's, what's the temperature like with you with the Cardinals?
2: Why would I not be on board with the Cardinals I told we talked about this last week. Know, Joseph does, I mean, you were here for, Joey?:
5: Yeah, you said they'd beat the Braves in the playoffs straight I,
2: I up i don't know that i i mean i don't know that it got that aggressive i i think i just said that this is where the cardinals would love to be playing the kind of baseball they're playing mm-hmm. looking at the schedule because i think we did look at the schedule and we talked about next mm-hmm. week when we visit we're going to be going into a weekend where the brewers and the cardinals are going to match up and that's yeah. when i highlighted the run differential saying i think this one oh, team run is, differential now. is playing baseball a little bit differently than this other team i think they're heading in different directions and they are yeah
5: yes and i'll tell you this much the <laughs> yes. uh not to poo-poo your team there jared because uh-huh. i would never do that right any team that you root for but right this is a big 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 little stretch coming up for the brewers man and this is mm-hmm. where they're gonna have to hit because they're playing the cardinals Oof. and guess who they got after that oh no the, the big bad dodgers oh Thunder. no that's they not got, going good yeah, and they got they got two series with the Dodgers coming up. Oh God, in the Jared. Dodgers aren't two weeks.
2: Jared, Joey Gallo's hitting homers for the Dodgers. Like, I don't yeah. know, like that's what's happening right now i don't know yeah. if you knew that i'm sure you didn't no, know that, that but i just mm-hmm. want to put you on notice that that's what's happening in dodger town right now that's yeah. the kind of magic that's happening is the the quote-unquote best team in baseball at the time was harboring this power threat that just for whatever reason couldn't seem to get it together in new york comes on down to hollywood bang a rang. wouldn't you know it mm. they're unlocking gallo magic man yeah that's the kind of that's a daunting task right there. Joey, how many times <laughs> they got to play them in the next 10 days?
5: I believe they're playing. I don't know. Uh, they, got, they got a series with them. It's a four-game series from August 15th to the
0: 18th. And then they go to Dodger Stadium for three on the 22nd through the
5: 24th.
4: <clears throat> mm.
5: So that's seven games. 30, 30, about so, 33% of their next the games 30,
4: in yeah.
5: the month of August. Wow. are going to be against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. 33%.
2: That's that's not exciting. That's not exciting at all, especially when you consider, and Jared, I hate to bring this up, mm-hmm. but the St. Louis Cardinals I believe are going to be playing the Colorado Rockies, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then the Chicago Cubs during that stretch. So if that is the case, mm-hmm. you're, I, I just—I mean, if you're a North and South guy, like one's yeah. going, on, one's going. I just—I
0: uh, don't know. So you're so you're saying that you would you would throw money on the St. Louis Cardinals to win the division on the DraftKings uh sportsbook.
2: I mean, if they've got something for you, to, to, I mean, they could probably help me out.
0: I mean, it sounds like that's a very wise place to invest right now.
2: It does. When I say it like that, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it, it, Especially
0: it, like, let's just say the Brewers win on Friday night and now they're tied. Then you would probably throw a nice chunk of change on the Cardinals.
5: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's not matter when you know you're going to win though. That's oh. true. Oh,
0: and you, you listening right now. You can turn big league action into big winnings with the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $100 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings same game parlays. Ooh. Actually, I don't think we did one this week, Jake.
4: No, but you got to couple we doing coming up. do an this week? it nope, tomorrow, but tomorrow and f-
0: today and tomorrow. Okay, all right. I'm gonna have to get in the lab on that one. Maybe I'll do a nice little uh, <laughs> cards brewers SGP <laughs> for the culture.
2: Goalies probably homering. Oh, you mean cards to win goalie to homer? Fucking book No, it. yeah, no. Yeah. I'll be like book, brewers book money line. Uh, why would you do that, Jared? We're looking to make <laughs> people <laughs> yeah. money. We're looking to make
0: Man, people on Saturday. Money. On Saturday.
2: <laughs> hey, yeah. You, yeah Corbin Burns you want me to bet against Corbin Burns I'm not telling you that it's going to be Corbin Burns that gives the damage up I'm just telling you that there's a good chance Paul Goldschmidt hits a homer at some point in time during that series and there's yeah. a good chance the Cardinals are going to win the game that which he homers you just mm-hmm. got to pick the one
0: yeah At DraftKings Sportsbook, you'll also be able to bet on your favorite batter to hit a double in his next plate appearance, your favorite pitcher's next pitch to be a strike, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit in and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code JARED. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $100 in free bets instantly. That is promo code JARED only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details and MLB trademarks are used with permission. uh yeah so i'm excited for that series that will be um that will be a series that is worth paying attention to yes Uh, i I don't want to make i don't want to do like a huge thing on this but did you see manny machado's comments after getting swept by the dodgers over the weekend
2: no i didn't but can we just because we were talking about the cardinals Before we jump to Manny, I just want to talk about the the kid from Springfield, the double A prospect for the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: Oh, the homer cycle.
4: There you go. Pretty dope. Did A-Rod do that?
2: It's only been done twice. The homer cycle. Solo homer, two run Johnny, three run Johnny, fucking salami.
5: Yeah, and it never happened in the major leagues. That other guy did it was like a minor leaguer and also in the Cardinals.
2: Correct. So, Chandler Redmond, infielder with the St. Louis Cardinals organization in Springfield. That's right. It's double A. Springfield, the Homer cycle, four Homer game. That shit is bananas. But to do it like solo, like, like to have all four, like that's just. That's ridiculous. There's something about Springfield, the magic in Springfield. In in 2000 in 2000 uh, 2007 I had to start the season in Double A. I was supposed to start the season in Triple A. I had to start the season in Double A because I I got moved up my first full season to Double A. Missed 06 with shoulder surgery, 07 I was supposed to be starting in triple a long story short. We ended up signing a guy injuries. I had to start in double a I made my first two starts against the same fucking team Springfield in Springfield Joe Mather the son of a bitch Joe Mather was the only dude. I gave up fucking hits to owned me. Um, it was it was rather unbelievable to watch Joe Mather. Well, he was l- legit. The only dude that was fucking sniffing me and it, it was just like, it, it baffled me. Um, but Joe Matt, a great player. Uh, but to see this happen in Springfield, they got great fans. They got incredible fans, incredible fans. Um, I think the, uh, I think the magic in St. Louis, I think it's just starting to trickle down. I mean, like, ah, mm. I don't know, Jared, like great things are happening on the farm. Great things are happening in the big leagues. Like it's, I don't know. I don't want to call him. I, I don't want to. I don't want to start throwing around the D word. You know, I'm not afraid to r- throw around the D, but I, I don't want to start. <laughs> I don't want to start right now. I think it's a little early. You know, this is a big series this weekend that you highlighted. So what D word?
1: No, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm not gonna say. It.
2: <laughs> yeah,
5: I have no idea either. I'm, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, the I'm running through D's. No, yeah, no, 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 is that?
2: No, no, no I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to highlight it. I'm not.
0: Eh, it's not eh. Well, I mean, like you can't be like, oh, I'm not going to tell you. You know, but I'm not going to tell you." And then everyone's what? like, "We don't know."
2: No, I know. I know. <laughs> we're going to you're going to learn about it. You're going to learn about it.
0: <clears throat> okay. I guess. The other dude that the other dude that hit for the homer cycle, uh, I want to say I watched a video on him like in the last year. He never made it to the big leagues, did he?
2: Uh, most people no, don't i forget his name That's true. shout out
0: i forget his name too but i want to say he
2: what what is the equivalent in like uh in in a i don't know like i don't want to when i when i say average job i i mean like something other than fucking a major league baseball player like uh uh an accountant <clears throat> a yeah. I don't know what's the, the lunch lady. what's, like, what's what the equivalent do? of
0: hitting the home run cycle yeah. as a barista?
2: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wh- what is what is that equivalent? Like you're in fucking sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. What is your 4 for 4 day look like? But before home I think <laughs> solo. Like
0: if you're a barista, <laughs> if you're a barista, your four homer game is like working a 10 hour shift during Christmas time. And you've gotten four individual one hundred
5: dollar tips. Mm. I was thinking like you kick out like six homeless people without <laughs> calling the police. <laughs> no fights, no one gets hurt, they go out quietly. You just handle <laughs> yeah. it, you de escalate it perfectly. Six in one day. And what? Unbelievable performance.
4: Yeah, that yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the, that's a call-up. No one. Got hurt. Call up. No, one. No, no bloodshed, no diseases <laughs> contracted.
4: <laughs> you guys... <got it. laughs>
2: <laughs> and that was that was just not what I was expecting. <laughs> it's an important part of the job. <laughs> I get it, but I, I you know, I mean coffee making like i was thinking more along the lines of like jared you said an extended shift like hey you just you didn't fucking order up right you didn't Mm -hmm. there wasn't a backup like you were fucking you just nailed it like that's your four homer game like you had Mm -hmm. three huge surges crowds of like 20 or more like an order of 15 and you fucking nailed them all you nailed all those scenarios i didn't have you displacing those less fortunate just looking for shelter (laughs) as a fucking win (laughs) (laughs)
3: But
0: here we are. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nobody got hurt, well, though. Yeah, nobody, no, got, nobody hurt.
2: got hurt. That's fine. They're, they're going to be fine. It's all good. Rules are rules. No
0: loitering, bro.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh man, that's a all huge right. win. <laughs> so you nail it, you nail a coffee order, and you displace a family. Got it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> two for two well no it's that's yeah. four for four if there's a family of four right joe yeah i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes sense me. yeah we uh <clears throat> what, what is what uh you, what, is, what has been your joey what has been your close what's, what's been the closest thing to your four homer game in life in life like just or maybe it's like a run of videos where you're like yep fucking yep yeah I, you got a lot of them <laughs> i mean you're fucking come on like it's nothing to what you piss millies you know what i'm saying so oh
5: i probably hitting like fucking let's go to my youtube analytics hitting 500k views in a day that was big yeah popping off youtube videos just getting hella fucking views hella likes hella (laughs) comments if i'm looking back uh, off wednesday august 3rd 2022 512,000 views in one Day number video was number four On trending like that's fucking
2: That's hall of road fame road. Level yeah that's just
5: <laughs> fucking
2: dude the ad Revenue will come in on that Yep mm. mm-hmm. That's little horns waggy tail Straight baby goat bat status I got you she can't can't With me check
5: my social blade you know What I mean like <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Caravus do you got a four homer Game in you uh, no, you know, I don't want to hear about your four homer game because you might, you, maybe you haven't had your four homer game yet. Maybe you're getting close to having a four homer game. Jake, have you had a four homer game?
0: I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I feel like it would be driving to Fenway, seeing a Red Sox win, but like just weaving through traffic and making record time on the way home, Just <laughs> maybe down in a couple of blue moons while you're at the game,
2: dodging over yeah. mass pipe. <laughs> Get back to Southie I, just in time to <laughs> holler at your favorite broad. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I see ya.
0: I don't know that I've had a four home run game. <clears throat> I've definitely had like
4: Big games. <laughs> but four homer games? That's different. 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 Yeah. They hit different. Oh. Yeah. How many RBIs is
0: that? Four.
2: Uh, five, six, three, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's ten.
0: Ten RBIs. Yeah, Nomar did that. Shit,
2: yeah, dude. Yeah. Nomar. What, what a and guy. What a guy. And we don't
0: even know
5: his name. That's the sad part. We're talking about this guy. Does anyone know his name? <laughs>
2: <laughs> who, the guy who did it first?
5: Yeah. No, the guy who just did it. Okay, Chandler Redman. Chandler,
2: yeah, Chandler Redman. I hollered at him. I said his name. All right. Yeah, I gave you a little uh, bit. Told you infielder, Springfield. Told you a story about Joe Mather owning me in Springfield. Tyrone Horn. <clears throat> oh, toot it, baby. Toot it.
0: Though multiple home run cycles have been recorded in collegiate baseball, the only known home run cycle in a professional baseball game belongs to Tyrone Horn, playing for the Arkansas Travelers in double A minor league baseball against the San Antonio Missions. On oh. July 27th, 1998.
2: San Antonio Missions. Shout out Baby Balapeno and Henry the Puffy Taco. Who? <laughs> I told, San Antonio Missions, when I played, used to have the greatest, the absolute <clears throat> greatest in-game entertainment ever. They had these two dudes who dressed up one. Yes, his name was Henry the Puffy Taco. <laughs> and it looked like exactly what you think a bad puffy taco mascot suit would look like, <laughs> uh, and baby ballapeno, which was just this little fucking little jalapeno mascot. And <clears throat> they would race the kids during the game, like, you know, seventh inning stretch, whatever the kids would race around home. But the idea was the mascots always won. They always beat the kids and they would like trip the kid, they whatever. But the kid never won. And they would fucking just bury the kid. Ah! Just crush this this <laughs> child. But they would announce it. And it was the greatest announcement ever. They, Joey, come on down to the press box. You've been chosen to raise
1: Henry the Puffy Taco.
2: And baby Balapeño. <laughs> and then they just come fucking trotting out. <laughs> and then they'd run around the diamond, embarrass the kid, make him cry. It was great
5: dude that's the best that's the best anytime you can make a kid cry or like just like <laughs> no, we, hey
2: joe we get it we get it you fucking asshole all right <laughs> my god you're not only not only are you not allowing these people just to seek shelter it's now you can't even have fun at a fucking give me fun at a family event take him to the ball well game i'm park. just saying. bury that fucker
5: <laughs> Dang, it's good. Everyone's happy except for the kid, but it's fun to watch. So it's like if you're looking at like the whole stadium, have having most fun. People get you know, it's like some you got to take one for the team.
2: That's where I was coming from.
5: That's same thing coming. with the coffee shop.
0: Yeah, so yeah, home you got to keep the coffee. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Tyron Tyrone Horn. I was correct. Did not make it to the big leagues, but was he, uh,
2: the first to hit the four homer was he the was first, the first hit the homer cycle and only the pro ball.
0: yeah the first and only uh, until up until Chandler this most Redmond. recent one uh and i just looked him up <clears throat> he's on twitter uh his his uh twitter handle is hr cycle 98
2: <laughs> legends never die baby
0: <laughs> yeah is he's, he's got 212 followers and his twitter handle is hr cycle 98 and he just still,
5: pissed right now man oh
0: oh super pissed <laughs> i bet it was hr cycle until yesterday he had to add the 98 now
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just to be clear just to be clear first one
0: yeah primo
4: yeah it's all good i mean dallas <clears throat>
0: i'm sure if if you were the only person to ever throw a perfect game, you'd probably lean into that a little bit more, no? Uh
2: I don't know, like yes and I don't know. I I don't know how to answer that really. Like it because I've never I've never watched a guy, like you know me Jared, you've watched baseball with me. You've watched great pitching matchups when guys are fucking dealing and I I am pulling for that performance. I want to see it happen. I mm-hmm. want to see it, just because for, cause I know what it does for fans, and I want to see that happen. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. So I... Yeah, I don't know. Like, to be the only one? I mean, that's, you know, that's... That's different. That's very, very different. It's like, mm-hmm. the first time it's ever been done, the only time it's ever been done, and now... Now it's been done again. And I, I don't know that that loses... It doesn't lose its shine in my book, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's probably... Oh. Tough initially to swallow and share.
0: Yeah, to be the only one. I mean, he had a solid couple decade run there,
2: for sure. I mean, you're he telling almost that made story. Thirty years. Yeah, you're telling that story with with ease, with comfort. Like, yeah, I'm the only one. Like, it ain't been done. Like, uh, no one's done it since. Now, <laughs> now that follow up line that that you don't get to say that anymore. Like, I'm the only one to do that shit. No, you can't. That's that's mm-hmm. done now. Yeah, can't
0: can't use that anymore. But I mean, he went a solid twenty-five years, right?
2: Yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you've been able to capitalize on some on some solid, you know, solid free drinks. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no doubt.
0: I mean, the fact that no one's ever done it professionally is a little.
2: Well, yeah. What's the most collegially? Marshall McDougal, right? Six.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean, six? What? Six
2: homers in a game. Someone hit six home runs in a game before? For sure. What the fuck? Check it out, Marshall McDougal. I believe he was like six for seven. Might yeah. I want to Yeah, yeah, six for seven. It it was something ridiculous.
4: Marshall McDougal. Back in the day,
2: college bomb dropper.
0: That's insane. I mean, at that point, like once you get to once you get to four, why are you still pitching that
2: guy? (laughs) Well, like for me, it's like once you hit two in that game, like Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to do anything else other than just continue to hit balls as far as I can.
0: Yeah, like I'm assuming that by the time one player has hit six home runs, other guys maybe have contributed in this game. Like the last one had to be off a position player. No.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, when you, got it, when you got one dude up there with 10 RBIs, who knows? The offense could have all gone <laughs> through him. I guess. I don't know. There's a solid chance the score wasn't 10 to nothing, though. What's his name? Odd.
0: Fucking Maddie McDougal. Marshall.
2: Marshall McDougal, Florida State.
0: I mean, that, that's just tough to
2: have that. I man. believe he was the second baseman.
0: Marshall McDougal, primarily a third baseman.
2: Sorry. It's 25 fucking Played
0: baseman. part of one season in Major League Baseball with the Texas Rangers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he went, oh my God. He had, in addition to having six home runs, he also had another hit. He went seven he for seven. He had a double. Right? 25 total bases. <laughs> <clears throat> May 9th, 1999. Against the University of Maryland, he went 7-for-7 with 6 home runs, 16 RBI, and and 25 total
2: bases. It's that May 9th magic, too. Damn. Shout out Marshall McDougal. Didn't think you'd be talking about Marshall McDougal's 6-homer game, did you? No. Here you are. Joe, you just learned something. You didn't know about that, did you? Uh, Probably not. <clears throat> he's 43 appreciate some baseball boys appreciate it
0: I mean that's you want to talk about Dallas having a good day at the office like that's a good day at the office <clears throat> yeah. 7 for 7 7 for 7 6 homers and 16 RBI Jeez.
2: that's fucking pounding the pelota alright but let's talk about Manny I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even hear what Manny was saying so you got, me, you got me all perked up.
0: Yeah, so uh, after the Padres got swept by the Dodgers last weekend, mm-hmm. a reporter basically said, um, you know, are you guys concerned about this? And Manny said, no. And the reporter said, why? And he said, because I'm Manny fucking Machado. Yes. Sex. So- I mean, he didn't say anything incorrect. No. no. He, what he said is correct. He is Manny Machado. But I don't know that that's the, the
5: quote card I would have pulled in that spot. <laughs> I don't know what, even what point he was trying to make, honestly. It doesn't
0: make sense. It doesn't fit there. <laughs> it doesn't fit there. Hey, you worried about your team that just got swept? No, I'm Manny fucking Machado, dude okay what does that mean like what does that mean that you're manny machado we know that you're manny machado you just got swept by the dodgers though and you guys are like fucking 15 games out of first place after just trading for juan soto like i don't know i think that that's one of the things maybe that uh was not even mentioned in all of this the whole like acquiring juan soto thing The Padres are 16 games out of first place by the way uh behind the dodgers um not to throw jabs at them, but like it's more so to be like, Manny, what are you doing? Like, why? Like, now's not the time to be cocky. Uh, but my, the point that I was trying to make was what? the managing of the egos here between Tatis, Machado, and now Soto. It's like, they're, like they've all come from places where they were the guy and now they're the guys. And I don't know. I don't know how that gels
2: per se. There's a lot, dude. I've always in baseball, whether you like it or not, there's roles to be played and there's responsibilities and there's guys who feel like they can shoulder X responsibility, whether or not they're in the role to do so. You've got Manny Machado, who's been the guy, like you just said, one soda, the guy, like we don't need to repeat that, but now how they're all going to fit and how they're all going to behave when one isn't doing what they expect to be doing. How does their energy affect the others? Um, Are you okay with taking a back seat at times when you're not performing and the spotlight's over here? Are you okay? Does it become a matter of, you know, outbursts because you're not okay with it and you're trying to figure out a way to be like, there's just, there's a lot that goes into having this kind of star power in one room. And there's also other things that go into managing that when you're not managing expectations, because what do we always talk about? You know, when you talk about character, it's how do you behave when no one's watching, when the camera's not on you, how do you treat the janitor in the building? Do you treat them as the same as the CEO with the name on the building? Who you know, like those those kinds of things. And you, you never really, you never really get that. You never really get that until you figure out what's going on in the uh, in the clubhouse.
0: Joey <clears throat> as a National League fan out of the division when you see a guy like manny machado make a comment like that uh after a series like that what's what's your takeaway
5: i love it dude i've always loved manny machado i think this is just how he fucking how he goes he's Manny fucking machado hmm. yeah the dodgers might have the best record the last 662 games in the history of baseball but they don't have manny fuck machado <laughs> And like, I really don't even understand what point he was trying to make, but I agree with him because
2: (laughs) I think it's is—it's just a pretty much like, bro, I don't care.
5: (laughs) You think he really doesn't care that they got swept or is he just confident?
2: Not that he, yeah. Not that he doesn't care that they got swept. I'm sure. Yes. He cares that they got swept. He would rather have not gotten swept. I don't. yeah, Yeah. Let me, let me clarify that. He's not okay with losing baseball games, but. Just a I weird th-
0: time to, like, thump your chest,
2: though. I. That's why, like, I, I can almost, I don't want to consider it. Uh, oh, man, it's just he's uh, and it's uh, and I'm not defending it because I do understand the, the confusion because it's like, well, what what does what do you want me to take away from that? And And that's what I'm trying to trying to find here is what you could possibly take away from that. And that's maybe look, we know that we're not going to win the division we understand that much but uh f- from there like there's there's nothing at this point that is guaranteeing us a a playoff spot so what do i have to exude i have to exude the confidence that says i don't fucking care about getting swept by the dodgers right now all right like i've got it's almost like i've got bigger fish to fry Almost like you're bending the knee to the Dodgers. Like, look, division, foregone conclusion. Fuck it, we lose three to the best team in baseball, to the best team. Joey, tell the people again, because I think it probably got lost there. Tell the people again what the Dodgers have done over the course of the last 162 baseball games.
5: They have the best record in the past 162 games than any team in any stretch of 162 games.
2: Ever? Ever? Like in the history of Everdom?
5: Since the expansion era
2: boom so that's Hmm. that's what the padres kind of know they're up against right now the writing is on the wall right we chalked a division up in february every fucking year in the nl west except for the giants fans who were all over it last year in spring training knew exactly what was coming (laughs) i my bad hand up (laughs) did not didn't see it um that's what the padres have to contend with and Manny Machado is just trying to tell these guys who are just showing up, who are like looking uphill, like, fuck, we were excited about what was going on here. And does that hill have a 16 miles to the top sign on it? That's 16 games. That's what we got between us and the division leaders right now. So you know what? Fuck that. Fuck a three-game sweep. Why? Because we we're got we going to the wild card. So that's where our focus needs to be. What the fuck are we talking about these three games for? Like, why are you bringing up bold shit? It's like Manny. uh, This is the post game interview. Um, You know, he's like, "Fuck you!" It's fucking. I don't care. I'm Manny fucking Machado.
5: He doesn't give a fuck. Don't
2: give a fuck. No, and and it's a good
5: point too. It's actually a good point. Who gives a fuck? They got swept by the Dodgers. It doesn't feel good. They don't have Tatis back. They have arguably the best roster in baseball, just by just pure names. Yeah, star power. As Mm -hmm. yes,
2: name recognition
5: yes they are gonna be in the playoffs i mean so who gives a fuck they lost three games in august they weren't gonna win the division anyway
2: no they weren't gonna win the division
5: and they got manny fucking machado and what did he do three days later after hater blew the blew his first save opportunity we could talk about that that's disappointing that horrible yeah you know which maybe well
2: right now i was right right now the uh You know what's great, Jared, is there's going to be a little conflict of interest for you, my friend. What do you mean? Well, I know you fancy the Brewers a division leader, a division Mm -hmm. winner at the end of all this, Mm -hmm. which is not going to happen. But when they are on the outside looking in for that central division, that also means right now, based on how things are kind of going... San Francisco Giants, I think, are the next in line behind the Milwaukee Brewers in that wild card conversation. Padres uh, and Brewers separated by one game. One game.
0: I'm not a Padres fan. I don't know where you're getting at there. Yeah, you
2: like the Padres. You're a big fan, you're a big fan of the Padres. I, you're a big I like Tatis. Tatis. Fan. You have his yeah. glasses. You're uh, they were huge. stolen, actually. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah. The Padres and the Brewers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Don Orsillo, I like Fernando Tatis Jr., I like Juan Soto, um, but I would not fancy myself a Padres fan. I'm a Brewers. Here's
5: fan. A the here's the theoretical: If the Padres don't make the playoffs, will AJ Preller ever be allowed in a Major League Stadium again? <laughs> will he go down as just the worst GM like ever in the history of baseball? That actually doesn't make sense.
0: How the Padres over the last call it two years have added by far the most big league talent of any organization. It just Maybe hasn't worked that, out. Yeah, like, I, but but why? Like, I would be well, looking at like, in that room, up, being like, why don't you guys play better? You're really good players.
2: Yeah. What ha- what happened with uh, like who who was that flurry? Like they signed uh Curb right? What was it? Upton. That that one off season, Upton, Yates, yeah. uh, like Keith Bell, Heath Bell. There was there was a list of guys, and it just didn't work. Hosmer was a part of that, wasn't he?
0: No, that was was, was the
2: Hosmer sign, and that was later. No, um,
0: yeah, Will was Myers later. was like,
2: yeah, the Will guy. Myers was this like fifteen? I think I think Hos was still in Kansas City, winning a chip, uh, maybe, yeah, whatever.
0: That's when like Renfro was there and the homers. Yeah man, I don't know. I don't yeah. get it. I, well, I every like I, I
2: think I think that Padre series against the Dodgers too like I mean it also could be Manny j- just kind of like venting and like y- you say something like that so you don't point the arrow at somebody else, you don't fire a name off somewhere else, you don't demean or like give anybody else any kind of bulletin board material. Like cuz what's he going to do? He's going to say some shit about the the Dodgers there? No. Like, you know, you know, you're not, <laughs> no. So, but that, I mean, that series, the Dodgers, I, who, who pitched? Gonsolin pitched, Heaney pitched, and Tyler Anderson pitched for the Dodgers. Okay. That's who pitched for the Dodgers. I mm-hmm. believe it was Manaya Clevenger, and Hugh Darvish yeah. for the San Diego Padres. And I believe Darvish is the only one to get beyond the fifth inning, or get yeah to get beyond the fifth inning.
5: And if you look at the Dodgers, they still might have Bueller back. They're gonna get Trident yeah. back. They're gonna get uh, Dustin May back. Bruce Star all.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That, I don't know that Walker Bueller. Like Walker Bueller, I have eliminated from my mind for this season just for mm-hmm. evaluation purposes because it's such a wild card. If he were to ever even get to a point where he could pitch in October, like it just, there's so many variables that go into that. So I just, for my sake, have eliminated him. Not because he can't, just for peace of mind. But yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, you, 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 you tooled up, you definitely, you know, you definitely reinforced yourself. But as far as where you're at right now, like those were all moves to make sure. You're in this wild card picture.
5: They're gonna, they're gonna win the wild card. Not maybe not first, but they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, you hope so. What if they don't? No, they will. Delete the team. I don't know what the fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's a tough. But also, I just feel like this Manny quote. Like, I don't even understand. I really don't know what he meant by that. And I think, I think it was just him saying a non-answer, just being like, that's his default to be like, fucking, I'm fucking the best. He's not even making a point. It's like, remember when he, like, stepped on Aguilar's foot and, like, took out the runner in second and everyone was booing him? And he's like, I play baseball. (laughs) And everyone's mad that he said that. It doesn't mean anything. He just, I play baseball. What does that mean? mean,
2: Is is Manny the greatest non-answerer in baseball? Mm -hmm.
5: No.
0: He gives... Horrendous answers all the time. (laughs)
2: That's what it's a non-answer. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying that's not a non-answer
0: though. Like a non-answer is something that you can't take anything out of. well You can can take something out of this response. Manny Machado saying like, "Oh, are you worried about it? No, I'm not because I'm fucking Manny Machado." It's (laughs) like you can take out of that that like this. That's not a like a unless you're Manny's not. I don't I don't paint him as smart enough to be like.
2: Listen, guys, we're get, we're getting so, a lot of heat
0: as a team right now, so wow. I'm going to take all the arrows. So you're I, that's calling not, Manny
2: Machado a dumb fuck, is what you just said. You're saying Manny's too fucking stupid to I don't be able he's to stupid. try to draw the no, attention. No, there's a dif-
0: No, there's a difference between. Oh, I must have uh, you. There's a difference between being stupid and not smart enough. I don't think he's smart enough to be like. I'm going to wear all the arrows for everyone in the clubhouse. Let me go out there and so, on purpose make this about me so that you guys don't have any heat on you. Like That's not what the logic was there at all. So,
2: so you are, are, you're saying the guy who didn't understand that it was time to take Fernando Tatis Jr. in that heat of the moment in the dugout and have the conversation that he had with him. That guy, you're saying, doesn't have the feel, doesn't have the nah, know-how. I, to put himself in that spot as a veteran. Those are two different.
5: Those are two team. different. No, those are two different things. Those are two different things. That's like the guy you're talking about the guy who went into the stands at Nationals Park when gunshots were firing to save innocent families. This is this the same guy you're talking about? <laughs> he doesn't have the, the feel.
0: I didn't say he didn't have the feel. I just said he, he definitely did not make it about him to take the attention off of his teammates. That's not what happened there.
5: I agree. I think he just is his default to be like, I'm fucking Manny Machado. Mm. And he's right.
2: Yeah, There's he's right. Just- he's like, I don't fucking care, bro. I'm <laughs> fucking Manny Machado. Like, get the fuck. Like, is that your question? That's my answer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't that piss you off as a Padres fan? Like, you, No, dude. You just, got, you just got Juan Soto and Josh Bell. You're probably super excited to see how you stack up against the Dodgers now. You get embarrassed. They get outscored 20 to 4. They get swept. And then your supposed team leader gets asked if he's concerned about this. He says, Why would I care? I'm Manny fucking Machado. It's like, that's your leadership?
2: Cool. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to concern myself. There's no we. There's no
0: we. I am Manny Machado. Not we are Manny Machado. I (laughs) and Manny Machado.
2: I I don't think that can happen. So he had to go. Yeah, he had to go. I.
0: Right. Like, I'm good. Yeah. The correct answer for what you're blindly defending him would be we're the the San Diego fucking Padres. Not I'm Manny fucking Machado. Well, he wasn't asked.
2: The question was pointed at him directly, right? How do you feel? And so he answered it. All right. Well, there you go. How do I feel? Well, I am Manny fucking Machado. That's how so that's- I feel. <laughs> like, why are you bringing my teammates into this? Don't bring my very, teammates into this. I just told you, Jared. Let's, let's role play. You be the reporter. I'll be Manny.
0: No, it's very cringe. <laughs> I don't know why. You, I don't know how you guys are defending this right now. It's insane. It's insane. If I were a Padres fan, I'd be infuriated by that. You just like, I'm- if I had... If Maybe I had just to be super
2: real with the fan base and the fans know like they're like, look, Jared, dude, that's, what, not, what what, you, what you want? that's
0: not what you don't pay 300 million dollars for a dude that's supposed to be a leader. And then that's the type of leadership that you get.
2: Look, but, Jared, he, he made it very clear early on what you guys what, what they were getting. And like not Johnny what, Hustle. Think,
0: there right. is also that play. Did you see he fucking booted a ball at third base and
5: literally jogged after it? Outfielder was closer to the ball. Had the better arm, had the better angle. No, oh, Momentum taking him in. No, I would be. I would not be a happy camper if I were. He's a had knee. Fan. He's had knee issues too in the past. Yeah, I wouldn't. Big contract. I would Not be a happy camper. You see him win the game on a three-run shot, bailed out hater. Hater, his teammate.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah. That that definitely helps. That's, That's a good teammate helps right there. That's by the way. Team, right? By the way, let me. Uh, I want to get your guys like blind. Red. Did you did you hear the call, Dallas?
2: Uh, Don Arcillo, out no, no, to
0: walk off homer. No. All right, I want to get your reaction to it because uh i I've had this take a million times. I've said that baseball broadcasters can have an impact on growing the game because um like if you have a good call, then it's more shareable on social. People pass around more it's more it feels more electric um this was the Don Arsillo call. Manny Machado walk off homer.
2: Machado to deep left and deep and far into the San Diego night. walk walking off. Three run
4: home run for Manny Machado. Padres win it seven to four in spectacular fashion.
0: So, a lot of people were saying that the. Uh, Don's call was forced. What do you want him to say? He's the Padres <laughs> broadcaster. It'll walk off shot, Don. They're like, bro, you didn't grow up in San Diego. Why are you so excited? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Well, I am actually the San Diego Padres broadcaster. <laughs> Fake uh, ass fan, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like some of the replies to my tweet. Oh. Like, yeah, this ain't it. That call
2: suck. <clears throat> People are ridiculous. People are always looking for some shit, here always crazy it's a great call, a great
5: call. and the, and there was a lot on the line right there just because i know it was a tie game but like if the if they lose that game after blowing it with hater hater blows it and losing like i don't know six out of the first eight games like that is a tough look if you're a padres fan watching that like that is a lot of weight off your back with that home run yeah that's a great so call cool, cool. did you watch uh, the freaking um Speaking of announcers going fucking ape shit, the the Mariners guys against the Yankees, <laughs> like I, that extra innings game was insane. But the is game yesterday won? That they won, they acted O2 like.
2: Coming. And you're right down. It is it. It is it. The
1: Mariners win it. The first run is the only run in an instant classic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love it. <laughs> electric I man. love uh, it I mean see, like look dude not as
0: it's it's electric it's not as electric as what they get going on in Korea
3: though <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: How how do you not want to go outside and squat (laughs) your fucking house after you (laughs) hear that? (laughs) That's
0: incredible. That's incredible. I mean, I, I think that there should be an alternate broadcast with just the Korean call for every game.
2: Dude, I, I, how, many times, how many times have I I've been saying it every time the subject comes up? <clears throat> if you're going to watch the Home Run Derby, or if you want to hear an incredible, incredible call, just listen to the Spanish version of a walk-off. But listen to the Spanish version and watch the Spanish Home Run Derby. Please do yourself a favor. If you're not in the building for it, do that. Watch yeah. it in Spanish. Holy shit!
0: the 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 Mariners broadcast that the other night it was just unbelievable.
2: That's phenomenal. Oh my goodness! What a stand. And the Yankees have another base runner held up. Trevino tagged down. and now Connor Falofa is going to be tagged down as well, out of the baseline.
0: They were they. There was one play. Uh, who the fuck was up? They were just. They were. The Mariners broadcast is like actively just like shitting on the Yankees. They're like, "What a silly swing that was!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: was like, oh my god, <laughs>
0: it's very funny. It was I'm very telling fun. you right now.
2: I, I mean, I'm telling you right now, Jared. There's a uh, there's a growing <clears throat> there's a growing movement amongst
4: the talent regionally where guys are just
2: starting to say, "You know what." I'm going to fucking, I'm going to have fun. I I might be forced to wear this suit and tie, but I'm going to unbutton it a little. Yeah. And I love to see it.
4: I love to see it happen.
0: Yeah, we're there. We're definitely there. There's definitely been a changing of the guard um, in terms of, uh even even some of the older folks some of the older folks are letting their hair down a little bit now which is nice to see. Um yeah, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the Seattle Mariners broadcast in that 13 inning game almost as much as I enjoy uh a great cup of coffee.
2: Oh, cup of joe, so good.
5: Yeah. Yeah, cuz you don't you don't want to go to the freaking Starbucks or you know, deal with all those homeless people in there so <laughs> no yes, yeah, stay home yeah stay home and yourself. let trade do all the
0: coffee searching for you are you familiar with trade joey joseph oh, i take that gone. as a no <laughs> john joey's gone i was looking at the reed joey's not here anymore <laughs> You a coffee guy, Dallas? Is he taking a piss? Can you hear him taking a piss? Oh my
4: god! Oh (laughs) my (laughs) god!
3: Oh
0: shit! Oh, fuck. Yeah, hydrate, hydrate. Boy. Joe, are you a coffee
2: guy? He's a streamer.
5: Yeah, hey, dude. Why do you think I just had to go piss, dude? I just drank a fucking half pot of this shit and i i don't know why you guys or what you guys are laughing about maybe no, there's nothing because i had to
2: nothing at all because I, I don't know, it just i missed it pouring out of me yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i just took the clearest piss of my life To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> and you it's all say. thanks to the, to the coffee
0: what could you guys hear all it yeah yeah all thanks for my
5: fucking mic yeah jesus christ <laughs> It's dude, a good mic shit. dude the bathroom is like really far away oh
0: yeah. Uh, well, the thing about Trade Coffee is that uh, it connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee that they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, being the often being the largest source of new growth for them. So here's the thing about Trade Coffee. And I've tried to explain this time and time again. So let me just... Let me just run it by you real quick. So, trade coffee, right? They've got these experts, and you can do an online survey, and they'll basically tell you what the perfect coffee is for you. And they have a, if put it this way, if you don't agree on that first time, then they will link you up with an expert of theirs to personally work alongside you to find a coffee replacement for free. They just have a first-time guarantee. It's incredible. So Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob, or you know it it when coffee really tastes perfect, Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you because the truth is what i like and what you like could be totally different you'll select uh the it's a wide range of selections here all you have to do is just answer a couple of questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you'd like there's no gimmicks here as often as you would like to receive them. And Trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground for however you brew it at home. And they guarantee that you'll love it on your first order or they will replace it for free. Again, their first match guarantee, how it works, they're so confident that they'll match you with the right uh, brand of coffee for the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag to you for free. It's amazing. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. And right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash dead. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash dead and let trade find you the coffee that you will love. Drinktrade.com slash dead for $30 off.
2: (sighs) Uh, Um, Did you guys guys see the Little Leaguer get drilled in the head, head down to first base? Mm -hmm. Pitcher who drilled him. Kind of mm-hmm. shaking up, not having a great time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Runner to the mound, hugs him, bro. It's all good. It's okay. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Because there's a couple uh, of different. Uh, there's a couple different scenarios in which we see interaction, like in game between players, between competitors, between little leaguers. And I know there's varying and differing opinions on this, but this specific instance, what was your thought? Initial knee-jerk reaction.
0: Uh, My initial knee-jerk reaction was every year at the Little League World Series, there's always one kumbaya moment where it's like you see it on ESPN and you're like this wouldn't be happening if these people were not aware that cameras were on them <laughs> like i get like at, like the parents and the crowd were crying and like the kid on the mounds crying the kid on the mounds crying more so because he probably feels embarrassed it's a mixture of like i'm i feel bad that i hit this kid in the head but i think it's more so like oh my god like this is like the fact that I, I tried to throw a strike. I smoked this dude in the head. This is going to be all over TikTok. And then, and then the kid that gets hit in the head comes out to the mound and they have this big fucking kumbaya moment. And he hugs him. Oh,
2: everything's going to be okay.
0: Everything, Of course, everything's going to be okay. Did he get stretchered off the field or is he standing over there at first base waiting for you to put the fucking pitch in the strike zone? So on the surface, it's a nice, it's a nice moment. Oh, sportsmanship. I mean, I played in uh I played from like 18 under for like 25 years and right. I never <laughs> never saw a moment like this. Why? Because there were never any cameras around like that. That's why. So, it's it's on the surface, it's a feel-good fuzzy moment, but like that shit doesn't happen when there's no cameras around.
1: Um
2: I will disagree it with that last part because I've seen it happen. The
0: other team, the other team coming over to console the fucking pitcher. Like I've definitely seen it like if if the kid's crying on the mound, I've seen the coach come out and be like, "Hey, it's okay." Like stuff like that. The other team coming up and being like, "Hey, buddy, it's okay." Like that shit does not happen. It just does not happen.
2: Well, I've seen it happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I say I I get it like when, when you say stuff like that, like some of the speeches that we've seen over the years from coaches and shit like that, those I do believe a lot of them have been motivated because they know that hey, I'm wearing a microphone. So that's a pretty good opportunity for me to give this win one for the Gipper, it's okay, win, loser, draw, we got better as human beings kind of speech. Because if it's good enough, that'll get played on loop. For sure. For sure. As far as the children's behavior, though, what I was getting at is, let's say instead of drilling that kid in the head, and he's not laying there for fucking 10 minutes like he was, which is like scary for everyone, because you get hit in the head, you get hit in the eye, like, dude, at 11, 12 years old, that kid could be like waving bye-bye to his eyesight in his left eye, and that could have been happening right then and there in that moment. Um, So, I get that, because it was emotional, but... Instead of drilling the kid, say that kid takes him deep. What I do not want to fucking see is that kid who just gave up the homer walking over to the third baseline to give the kid a high five as he's rounding third coming home to step on home plate. And if you're my shortstop or second baseman, can you kindly not give the motherfucker a high five too? Please, please, pretty fucking please. Like, what is it? Is it the fucking juice at lunchtime? It's yours. But goddamn, can you not high five him, please?
5: like you're yeah. not going to be japan doing that I'll tell you that much so you're not you, going to be so
2: hawaii you, doing that either those sons of <clears throat> bitches my god Honolulu. so what i'm saying those i'm kids saying i hate
0: bowling <laughs> my take was that i i i hate the manufactured hey the cameras are on me let's make a fucking tiktok moment type stuff you just hate genuine sportsmanship is what you're saying
2: no that's not sportsmanship there's a difference. Mm, There's a Congratulating
0: difference. congratulating your opponents and, and losing with grace.
2: Uh, no, That's We're in the heat of the moment. This thing isn't over. And mm. I'm congratulating It's over. You.
0: The ball's over the fence. It's no. over.
2: Yeah, this at-bat was. The game this is This at-bat is over. This that game is you not. lost. You lost. I game just is not.
0: And And your the teammate game appreciates a really good homer nope. stroke. Can't happen. He just wants to be like, hey. Can't happen. Good job. I
2: got to teach this kid how to compete against that guy. You tip your cap. You know, Mm. he's good. That's great. What you don't do is you do not pump him up in the face of crushing your teammate. Because after you high five the kid, you're like, yeah. And then you make eye contact with Timmy back on the mound. And Timmy's like, bro, fucking really? (laughs) And what's your response? Like, hey, sorry, Timmy. Fucking get it down, dude. Keep it in the ballpark and I won't be high High five in fucking Chester as he runs fucking, you know.
0: Imagine Kevin Millar just fucking giving Aaron Boone a high five as he's going around first base.
2: <laughs> I mean, what? The Yankees God, no. are going to the World Series and Kevin Millar gives him a high five as he right. goes around first. Like, why were you jumping and, and hugging Aaron? Oh, we're childhood friends. Yeah. I was really happy for him. Like, okay, but there? Like mm. there's, there's context and that's what we're teaching these individuals is if we're going to be putting them on national television, things like that, there's, there's lessons in life that come along with stuff like that. So yeah, you drill a kid in the face, you're having a tough time with it. I understand that. And it was great to see warmed my heart to see that exchange. Like, look, dude, I get it. Cause Jared, you drill a guy in the head, you throw one up and in everybody, even me like. I'm like, because you don't, you just never know. You don't want to see what, what could potentially happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I literally had this conversation with my dad uh, yesterday. Uh, we were talking about like the days of playing baseball. He's like, yeah, you just got fucking hit all the time. <laughs> you just, like you were a magnet for baseballs. You got smoked in the head and I came out fine.
2: Yeah, you're fine. Exactly.
5: I've never had any.
2: No. Definitely no signs of brain damage whatsoever.
5: No. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, that's true. Getting hit in the helmet doesn't hurt. Never has. (laughs) Never has. Just
2: ask the fucking NFL. That's why they wear helmets. Duh. (laughs) Right. Yeah. "Yeah, If we didn't wear these helmets, could you imagine what things would look like for us? Yeah. I get it.
0: What did you ever? uh, What was your scariest moment on the field at any level, Dallas? Um.
2: Yeah, I would say, for me, probably me getting hit, getting hit with that comebacker, because it hit me in the hand and then like in the throat.
0: Oh yeah, like who was that? Vernon. No, Wells. don't tell me, Vernon Wells. Yeah, right.
4: Yep. Vernon yeah, Vernon Wells, Yankee
0: legend, Vernon Wells. So that was pretty scary.
2: Um, I have. Like, not not necessarily, I mean, you know, I've seen guys come off the field. They got <clears throat> puncture wounds from getting spiked and shit like that. Like, I've been spiked, and yeah, it's, that's nothing. That's whatever. Uh, like, honestly, I wasn't at the game. Craziest thing I've seen unfold on a baseball field while watching a game, and I was watching it on TV, was Tyler Colvin coming down the line as a base runner I forget who it was who hit a foul ball and or who hit a ball and the bat broke and the bat impaled him, stuck him in the chest. Mm. And I was just like, did I just see that? Like, did that just happen? Is he because I was saying to myself, like, yo, the end of the bat just fucking went into him. Like it went into him. I remember standing up and like yelling at the TV, like, yo, the bat just went into him. Tell me they're going (laughs) to fucking replay this. Tell me they're going to replay this. And sure shit, like because he's coming down the line like, fuck. And I'm like, he just got fucking impaled. Like, holy shit. Those things you think about. Wow, wouldn't it be crazy if this happened? That just fucking happened. Final destination. Is he going to live? What? It was bananas. Why? How have I never seen this? I don't know. Look it up. It's fucking crazy. What is it? Just look up. Tyler Colvin, bat
4: impale. I'm gonna look it up to you right now. Like it's not gruesome. It just you see it, and you're like,
0: I've never even shit? heard of it. What was this? 2010? Uh huh. Getting impaled by a bat.
2: <clears throat> I mean, he's like walking on. Like, dude. He's walking off the mound or not the mound. He's walking off the field and I think like the fucking trainers out there, the trainers got a, like a towel pressed up against him and at that time I'm thinking to myself like yo, uh he's going to like are they fucking is he going to die? Like they're like trying to like cover this puncture wound right now. Like this dude I was blown away.
0: Yeah, he crossed home plate and all he said was I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Fucking
4: nuts. Um, Absolutely nuts.
2: uh, And then I told you the the craziest thing that I've ever been a part of on a baseball field was when my team uh, jumped the umpire. What? (laughs) Yeah. What happened? We jumped the umpire. Well, Well, first
5: you said my team, and then you said, Yeah, now we. Well, I'm
2: on that team. (laughs) I I didn't hit the umpire myself. My mom was Mm -hmm. at that game. And, buddy, let me tell you, she was. (laughs) But, yeah, our team jumped the umpire. How old were you? Uh, 16.
4: We were 16. We were at
2: a. So it's a tournament in Reno, Nevada, and it's an 8 a.m. game. Winner of this game goes the championship. So our coach had been kicked out of the game early in the game. He's out in right field. His son is our first baseman. Well, we end up getting to a point in the game where we've come back. We've got bases loaded and we're getting ready. It's a, it's a tie game. We're getting ready to win the fucking game, right? Getting ready to win the game. Strike three gets called. So we. So this is the, the, the rumor to it all. Uh, but there's a pass ball. Our guy steals home, right? Safe. That all unfolds. Then the umpire, after the dust settles, is like, oh, no, uh-uh. Nope. It was strike three. Nobody saw me call it, though. I called the batter out, and we're going... What the fuck are you talking about? It Like, he couldn't even catch the fucking ball. What do you mean it was strike three? (laughs) No, no, no. That's not strike three. Because, like, our guy came home and scored the fucking winning run. This fucking game is over. Nope. Strike three. We were going to extra. Oh, no. So, we fucking lost it, right? Our current coach, who's still in the game, loses it. Our coach, who had gotten kicked out of the game, comes running in from right field because it's blatant what is happening like we're getting fucked and our coach from right field comes running back in and they're arguing they're arguing our coach uh and the umpire start fucking bumping each other right and the umpire like gave our coach a good one and our coach kind of stumbled our coach's son fucking dropped him just hammered the umpire Boom. Smoked him. Umpire just fucking falls right in front of the dugout of the opposing team. And it's the chain link fence. Right. So all these kids, there's only one way in and out of this dugout and they fucking shut the door. So these kids are in their dugout locked in there because our team is now standing in front of the dugout. We had like six or seven kids on this team, dude. They were beating the fuck out of this umpire but this umpire was swinging he took his fucking mask and shit off was swinging his mask at, <laughs> at my teammates <laughs> he threw his fucking water bottle threw his water bottle at one of my buddies like, like, smoked one of my buddies and like dust kind of settles or whatever umpire's like fuck you i wouldn't be back here if i or he said i wouldn't be here if i were you when i get back and by that time the cops had already been called the cops were waiting in the parking lot this motherfucker had a rifle in what? his car. And here's the best part about it he was shit faced at eight in the morning. Shit faced, like blowing four and a half times the legal limit. He was piss drunk, umpiring our fucking game at eight o'clock in the morning, but was gonna go back and grab his rifle and come back and start fucking shooting. Cops fucking hemmed him up right then and there. We didn't even, as a team, we didn't even go back to our hotel. We had parents go and get shit at the hotel, come back, and we left. Didn't even get to finish the tournament.
5: Damn. So you lost.
2: Yep. We would have won the game and would have gone to the championship game, but instead, all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay hot. You don't know Stay about the, don't know about the Stockton Clash. Shout out Stockton Clash. <laughs> Did that make the
5: newspapers over there?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, fuck it. May, it may have. I don't know. I was 16, Joe. I wasn't really diving into the diving into the scribes in Reno back then.
1: <laughs> you would have known.
5: Yeah. No one got suspended or anything. You didn't get banned from a tournament, had to take a week off, anything. No, bro, this, like-
2: is, this was a, and this is the best part, like, a lot of our team, the reason I was playing on this team is because I wasn't eligible to play high school baseball because I had bad grades. Like, I was, this team was just a team full of fuck-ups who... Uh, our coaches, or our first baseman, who, you know, he's a homie, his dad paid for all of us to go and play. Like, his dad, awesome dude in the community, like, just, you know, he, he did shit like that, would just pay registration for kids to go play ball, and he would fucking drive us around, and, yeah. Shout out, Jim. He's a fucking man. Fucking bad news bears over there. But it really, it legitimately was... <laughs> the bad news bears like we had bro we had two dudes on our team that had ankle monitors 16 what? What? yeah for
0: sure bro for what's your sure. problem
4: <laughs> uh there, did you see
0: this uh did you see this michael k thing about joey no, gallo oh did you see that
2: no 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 what you got what all he got? right
0: michael k went Fucking off on Joey Gallo, really?
2: After wow. after the trade, I love me some Michael K. You know that I do too. What do you have to say? All right, here's what he said. Oh
1: man, uh, the thing that I didn't like the story that came out today from NJ.com. You know, he's kind of like looking as if he was um, really uh, the, the the guy who was put upon the most, and the, the, the fans really got to him. Let's be honest here. He has the worst. 501 at-bats of any Yankee position player in their history. He had 159. They did not go out of their way to boo a guy that was actually doing a decent job. He was a failure here in New York for whatever reason, whether the pressure of having to win became a big deal, whether he just got his swing out of whack because he mentally was not right while he was here. He deserved to be booed. I don't think the fans were extra special hard on him. I look at what the fans did to Giancarlo Stan when he first got here. That was unfair. I mean, the first game that he ever played here, they booed him. This guy earned the boos. Look at at these numbers. In the last 29 games, he had 085, and I feel sorry for him. I truly do. He's not a bad guy. He didn't treat anybody poorly. But the woe is me attitude, like the fans drove him out of New York. No, no, no. If you hit and you hit the 40 home runs that you were supposed to hit, they would not have booed you. If you didn't hit 159, they would not have booed you.
2: (laughs) Hmm. Instant uh, reaction, all facts. Yeah.
1: I,
0: I I saw a lot of the reaction on Twitter was like, damn, like you don't have to go in on him like that. Like he's already gone. It's like it's his but, job to talk about
2: and it's context. He's in New York. That's the fucking market. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's different. Like I quite literally can't go in on a guy like that in my market. If I were a if I had a radio show outside of just being a broadcaster like Michael K does, then I, I wouldn't be necessarily, I don't want to say I wouldn't be allowed because you are, you you can say what you want, but the reception and the ability to like continue to work with players in this market, knowing what they expect and how they're treated on a regular basis, as opposed to what players expect there, like that's just a different vibe. So for Michael K to give you those facts in the fashion that he did, that's exactly what New Yorkers wake up in the morning and gobble up for breakfast and go to bed with as a late night snack is the fucking hard hitting truth like that. And if you don't like it said in a certain way, right? It's not what you say. It's how you fucking say it. It's the time. <laughs> like you fucking fucked like that. That just that. I mean, come on. What do you want him to say? How do you want him to dress that up? And if Joey Gallo for whatever Reason or whatever source that Michael K is looking at or referring to is projecting this "woe is me" behavior or "woe is me" attitude. Like it is, if Joey Gallo would have hit two twenty with twenty five homers, things are a little different. Things are a little different. Maybe not much, because the one fifty nine, the two twenty, but there's a little more power there. The bottom line is Michael K is right in everything he said. In terms of where the fans are coming from, why you got treated the way you did, and I think it's a fair assessment to say, and and the, and one thing you need to be abundantly clear about here is when you start talking about guys, just athletes in general, and where they're at mentally, that can become a slippery slope because some people would start to try to twist words. and No, oh, you're talking about his mental health and blah 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 blah. No, 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 no. It's understanding when you struggle. That takes a toll on you mentally. And to try to have to work through that in a place like like New York, where the reception isn't going to be soft after an 0 for 5 with 4 punch outs, that can be tough. That can be a higher hurdle to clear than in other places. So I, I don't see, like, tell me where Michael K was wrong. To say that
5: he has the worst 500 at-bats in Yankees history is probably not true, especially when IKF is on the team. Mm. Wow. I mean, it's pretty
0: wow.
2: bad. It's pretty bad. I would have to believe that Michael Kay has got some statistical basis for that comment.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his batting yeah. average, but no shit he has a bad batting average, and he was bad, but I'm, to think there's no one ever to be worse than Joey Gallo, worst Yankee of all time. It's kind of a stretch.
2: I mean, I, and
0: that many at-bats, he probably is the worst.
2: Like you just What you're talking about, Joey, is who's had the worst statistical season as a New York Yankee offensively with 500-plus at-bats? That's all you're asking. And I don't know that that's that hard to figure out. We're not going to do it right now. I'm not going to look for it right now. Um,
0: but Because most guys that are that bad don't continue to get the opportunities that Joey Gallo got with the Yankees.
2: Which is why it becomes an easier assessment. And I'm not saying yeah. that it's accurate because i don't know i'm taking michael k whatever he said and i don't know if he was just kind of spitballing saying you know it's the worst that we've ever seen it in sounded it sounded like over.
5: he was speaking matter-of-factly
2: yes which is why well, I, tar- I
5: know ikf has a worse ops than him this year that's not 500 at bats but that's well, the then truth. that wouldn't qualify he said 500 bats okay well then you know we'll just we have to wait five hundred. Oh, oh you're just bats. trying to I change the eat.
2: entire narrative you can't do that. I right? gar- I'm just AKF saying I guarantee. My
5: guy. <laughs> well, yeah. AKF is your guy. He and is. I feel like but well, he gets less shit than Gallo.
2: Because he's a fucking keeper just as keep as your bad head as him. down. Like, well, I mean, look, if we're being completely honest, he doesn't come with the expectations that Joey Gallo did. No one's asking IKF to hit the ball out of the park 40 fucking and times. And I like just see him getting before.
0: a lot of shit on Twitter. Like a lot of he people does. are like, get this fucking guy off the Yankees. IKF.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, you know what? Like I, I showed you guys and I showed some folks who are close to the Yankees uh, you know, some correspondence between folks very closely related to the New York Yankees folks, maybe even in that dugout, and how excited they were to have IKF. Yeah, because of what he represents. Yeah, which is a utilitarian, a guy who can give you a break, a guy who can help you out in a lot of different spots. Just as far as offense goes, like it's an bat that he's going to be. Uh, tuned into whether or not it's a, uh, like a, a threat obviously is a different story, but he's just a guy who is looking to win and looking to do the little things the right way each and every day. And sometimes having somebody like that in the lineup as a stabilizing force for those things you have to make a sacrifice other places, and if you feel like you've got a guy who's going to hit sixty plus fucking homers this year, it might be, just might be an opportunity to let an IKF ride out. Because Aaron Judge is going to hit sixty five homers, right? So what do you need? What do you need the OPS from IKF for? You're going to get it all from Aaron Judge. You just need somebody to catch the ball in the middle of the field. IKF's going wouldn't
5: to do hurt. That. one home run wouldn't hurt. Maybe that. That's that should be his goal. If Isaiah Connor Falefa hits one home run this year, that will be a plus for the Yankees because he has zero home runs.
2: I want an all caps tweet from you
4: when it happens. <laughs> it's he gonna did.
5: he reached he hit his quota one bomb in the little on the little league field. On
0: the
2: little yeah, league it's league
0: definitely field. gonna
5: be like a right
0: field first row
5: homer
2: little fist job
5: i just think it's hard to believe that he's the worst yankee of all time in 500 at bats to me that seems statistically he was unlikely. pretty bad joe i'm not saying know. he was i'm not saying he wasn't bad that's like just horrendously
0: bad like that that's the whole point is that guys who are as bad as joey gallo was with the yankees don't continue to get opportunities so setting the bar at 500 at-bats or whatever he said, 501 plate appearances, uh, that's going to be like most guys that suck as much as Gallo sucked are not making it to 500 plate appearances.
2: Yeah, you're looking at a cumulative over like two to three seasons worth of that many at-bats with no success. Yeah. And that's a guy getting but called right up, now struggling.
0: Right now, Joey Gallo is feeling what I felt, uh, I don't know, two years ago that feeling of hey i'm finally out of new york and now i can thrive and spread my wings and fly Mm -hmm. yeah did you see the interview
5: with him he smiled
1: and he makes contact it's loud it is far it is gone
0: look at this guy he's so happy now joe glow by the way, a hot take. I don't even think this is a hot take. The Dodgers' homer siren, best in the big leagues.
2: Yeah, they got a lot going like, on during the homers.
0: The Yankees are supposed to be the Bronx Bombers, and they're like their air raid siren for a homer is not as cool as the Dodgers. It's not.
2: Yeah, it's not no. a hot take. That's just a...
5: I mean, <laughs> uh, we'll have to compare every home run siren. I'm not sure I'm up to date on all of them right now, but <laughs> how much baseball <laughs> we'll are you watching, that. bro?
0: How much baseball
5: we'll are you watching? That, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not watching enough ball. I, I don't have all the. Do you even know? Ball what ball? Are you,
2: doing? you out riding your bike, Joe?
5: That's yes, I am. Do you know ball, Joe? I know ball, but I just don't know the sirens as much. Right, that's let me, kind of my downfall.
0: Let me see if Sorry. I can find uh let me just search Aaron Judge, and I bet you we can find a home run.
2: Well, while you're, while you're
1: searching for that. Ball. Left center. Taylor on the run. On the track. At the wall. He's done it again. See ya. Oh,
0: that one doesn't count. It was a
5: walk-off home run, so there's going to be no... They just play New York, New York. <clears throat> that's what were you
0: that's saying, the Collins? level
5: you're stooping to. That's how you're shitting on the Yankees now. That's all you what? got. Their home run siren sucks.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they've lost 7 of 8. They are 19 and 23 since June 24th. They're a replacement level team. See, that's a solid
5: point, you know? And that's, Those are that's, facts. Those are facts. And um, that's arguably worse than the home run siren. I'm just, saying,
0: I'm just saying the Dodgers have the best home run siren in the big leagues right now.
5: And a better team. And a more hospitable clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And all you got guys look do is at what look they Joey did to Gallo. our boy Joey Gallo.
0: Joey Gallo could not be happier. He's happier than a pig and shit, is what they say. Good for him. He deserves it. I ho- I hope I hope with two months remaining in the season that Joey Gallo passes Aaron Judge in home runs.
2: After what he was put <laughs> through in New York, good for him.
5: He's got a 84 OPS plus, and that's not good. But I can't imagine that being the worst. In Yankee history.
2: 501 at-bats, Joey. Got to remember that. 501.
5: 501 at-bats. I mean, what is that? It's like one season of at-bats.
2: Yep. People maybe, play full Maybe sport. a little less. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys got any thoughts on the... Uh, on the Field of Dreams game?
0: Yeah. Uh, did you see Joey Votto's tweet thread?
2: I did. And... I mean, he... He is just basically echoing everything that I've been saying about the movie since I've had the platform to talk about the movie and everything I said when we, Jared, were at the Field of Dreams last year, putting Mm. on one of the greatest events ever put on by a couple dudes who just love baseball. Mm. And uh, Joey Votto's thread was beautiful because... It tells you why one, why you like movies and why some folks might like movies, why other folks might not like that movie as much, but same thing can be said for sport as well. He just happens to intertwine the two and it's because it does something for you emotionally and you tie that emotion to this thing, this entity, this game and in perpetuity, like you just this is how you can kind of keep that connection. And this is how you foster connection. This is how you you grow relationships, and it's become something so much more to you than just a movie. And it's not just about watching the game, or it's not just about watching the movie, it's about all the feelings and the memories that even saying the movie title conjures up, where it takes you to how you used to watch the game, to how you used to go and grab your glove right after the movie was over to go play catch. And that's why it's a movie that moves so many people in, in on on so many different levels. And I always love it to hear big leaguers and especially guys like Joey Votto really good big leaguers who are just starting to kind of peel back the layers of their personal onion and let folks get a get a whiff of you know just exactly who they are and it's great to be able to tie the emotion that you might have now with the emotion you know maybe one of your favorite players has when it comes to the same movie you're, you're feeling the same thing you were after the same
4: thing as him And now he gets
2: to go and like, you get to step on that field. Like, that's why it was insanity for me. Cause it was the movie that my grandfather gave me that like we watched fucking daily,
4: daily, and then would do what Joey Votto did, go play catch. And
2: like, when you just, when you have something like that and then you have the opportunity to see it all come through or like just to see it on the other end. Like it it is, it's a full circle moment. Like you very rarely do you ever get to kind of put that kind of a bow on, on a memory or in an experience that you ever have in your lifetime.
5: This is the biggest game of Joey Votto's career from he'll never play in a bigger game. This is it for the rest of his career. Wow. I
0: mean, is that me Joe?
5: How does that mean? I'm not being mean. I'm just, mean. I'm just putting the, I'm hyping up the game, okay? Because it's against the Cubs and the Reds, mm-hmm. two fucking shitty teams.
2: Oh, look, we're talking about like ease of travel, all right? Ease of travel. <laughs> it is not easy to get to Dyersville, Iowa. Let me tell you, no, it's not. It is not easy. It is a minimum three mode transportation trip.
5: Let's build it. Build an airport.
0: It was, not a good, it was not a good time getting there, but it was a no. good
5: time once I arrived. Great time. <clears throat> but do you don't have any, any feelings about how, why it's these two teams? It's kind of like a little bit of a buzzkill, because, I, I mean, I love the Field of Dreams game.
2: I, I'm telling you right now, there's nothing else to it other than these teams have... They're around. Well, they're, they're not, there's. I mean, what's going on? They're close. Mm-hmm. There's nothing no. Because it's such a grind to do this to teams that would be in the mix
4: <laughs> would almost be like punishment. Well,
2: last year. Well, th- and they found out. They found out. We found out before they found out. We knew and could have told them. They didn't want to listen. But what? it ain't easy getting out there. Oh yeah. So when you have to move a major league team and its traveling party from wherever you're at into this place, accommodations, how long it's going to take him to get there, things like that. Like, you're making a lot of concessions as a major league organization staying in that area, just getting there.
0: Yeah. Do you think the the buzz has worn off like it was just like a one-year pop type deal? Like, this
2: uh, this game's not going to have the same buzz. No, because playing major league baseball in that space for those people in that area, I think, will always matter. Because these are a lot of people who get blacked out from a lot of big league baseball games. So the opportunity to see big league baseball in your own literal backyard, I think,
0: means a lot. I don't think that carries the same weight. Yeah, I'm saying it's just not. It's not the same thing. I'm talking like, you know, having Kevin Costner come out there and. Oh, Aaron no, that's a, that's, a the, like, the, that's a one and yeah.
2: done. Like, yeah. That's a one and done. I feel like yeah, the, 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 the pop whole, of like, it is not there. Well, because it like you don't continue to pop. You pop once. Like, here's the pop. No, one.
0: I think if you had picked two better teams, they would have popped better. But,
2: like, who the fuck wants to see the Cubs play the Reds? Well, no, not to your point. Like, uh, who the fuck wants to see the Yankees and the White Sox play again? A lot like, of people. I'm not saying again, but, like, a
0: lot of people wanted to see that matchup at the time, and the game was fucking awesome itself.
2: Oh, it was great. The game was great. I mean, the fucking, you know, they they put out the ping pong balls as well. Balls are flying fucking.
0: Yeah. Like if they had picked two better teams, then yeah, I think that it would have had more appeal. But that's pretty shitty foresight by the league to be like, let's pick two really shitty teams to play against each other.
2: Well, like I said, there's a lot of logistical things that don't allow it to be a fluid situation. So you have to nail these teams down early, make them aware of it because there's some scheduling shit that has to go on. For this to all and happen. They
0: and they had a year to plan this. Before like the big league schedule came out, obviously, they, it's, it's yeah, not the like they league- need the team's permission. They're just like, hey, you're, you're a major league baseball team? Well, major league baseball put on your schedule that you're playing in the Field of Dreams game. So, and I know it sucks, but you're also getting paid a shit ton of money to do it, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, what's like problem? having the Dodgers, the Dodgers would be a sh- like Dodgers Padres at the Field of Dreams. Like That would be cool. Like, I know that they're going for, like, the whole, like, oh, well, you know, the Cubs and the Reds, like, they're, we're trying to get that, uh, the home fans to actually show up instead of, like, the, the Zach Hampels of the world. <laughs> You're like, oh, there's, like, a, there's, like, a gimmick game happening. I'll go to that so I can get on fucking Fox. Like, they, they are trying to get, like, the actual real fans to show up because it is, like, we've mentioned. Not super easy to get to to the field of dreams, but I, I'm thinking more of a like, as as the game continues to happen annually, there will be people that go just because they want to go. Like I'm not worried about them, the attendance of the game. It was I'm like 5, about giving seats. a shit about the game.:
2: Yeah, the attendance, the sellout, that's not going to be a topic. It's just a matter of they're playing this game. I've never been to Iowa. Oh, my team's playing. Great this is a bucket list thing that I could check off the list. I can go see my team play in Iowa at the field of dreams. Like, Oh, let's make it happen.
4: So yeah, it's an evergreen event.
2: That's why it's incredible. Like if you were able to have somebody that could foster that relationship with those people and keep it going each and every year, it'd be something you want to do.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I mean, would you ever like? Would you ever go back? Just like what? What could get you to go back?
2: Uh, we're gonna go back because I have a standing offer to sleep to to vacation in the home
4: mm. to like have full use of the home.
0: Interesting. You can do whatever you want in and- it.
2: Whatever I want in the home. Like Dallas, I I, I use the phrase, do I get to sleep in Ray and Annie's bed?
4: And the answer was yes. Hmm. That'd be cool.
0: So
2: yeah, take my my little girls out there and do that.
0: Yeah, they would appreciate that.
2: Well, they would, it would mean, let's be real. It would mean so much more to me, but then having those pictures being able to tell them those stories later about why did it mean so much when we went to that farm? Well, let me tell you a story about your great-grandpa. Remember what daddy used to do? Remember when you used to go to the baseball field when you were little girls? And now you start to tie it all together, and now it means something to them. And You'd that's probably you probably
0: conceive your fourth daughter in the field of dreams house and name <laughs> her Annie.
2: Uh not in the house, probably in the cornfield, Jared. Let's be (laughs) real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
4: I
0: could see that happening.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That's how how you grow the game, my friend, in a cornfield.
0: (laughs) Imagine like when your daughter like graduates college, like telling her, like you were conceived in the cornfield at the field of dreams.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Daddy was knocking one out of the park in the field of dreams.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's gonna be tough. I don't know. I mean, I guess I. I I don't know if there's got to be people out there that would appreciate hearing and knowing that if that were the truth.
2: Yes, like if they were conceived in that fashion. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. I hope that. uh,
0: I hope that that happens for you, Dallas. I know almost how much it would, it would mean to you
2: and your family.
0: <laughs> uh, almost as much as blue moon means to me.
2: Oh, I would love a blue moon right now. Yeah, me too. It's 11 a.m. I could use a blue moon.
0: It's almost that time. Um, baseball and beer go hand in hand. And blue moon is the perfect stadium companion with its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual and authentic ballpark roots. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, just like Dallas's next child would be born in a cornfield. <laughs> first created at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado, from first pitch to extra innings, a Blue Moon guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience every single time. Uh, are you going to bring some Blue Moons with you to the to the Field of Dreams house? They have they must have like a running fridge and everything, right? Like it's it's habitable.
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: It's not just, I mean, I've been in there. I, I can't recall seeing a fridge.
2: Yeah, there's a fridge. Absolutely a fridge. Didn't like
0: Carl like eat food out of the cabinets
2: uh, and drink whiskey? Like, an absolutely, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it wasn't a move I would recommend.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, we yeah. should call the police.
4: What is that someone's house? Why is there food in there?
3: Because it's <laughs> a
4: farmhouse because people live in yeah. i yeah.
5: thought it was a movie it is a movie i don't know anything about field of dreams to be honest i think i don't even know it? if i've seen it
2: are you what serious i feel
5: like i've seen it but i mean if i it was so long ago oh and i've only seen parts What are you of talking it. about dude yeah i don't even remember really watching the whole thing i remember shoeless joe jackson and cornfields so
2: like r.i.p ray Liotta.
5: But like, I don't really know if I've seen the whole thing. You should probably watch it. It's on my, li- it's on my list. It's been on my list. for. Yeah,
2: you should probably check it off your list.
0: Yeah, I would ch- check that box. Just like I would check off the box of selecting Blue Moon as my favorite beer every single time. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one-of-a-kind. Every time. Get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon, made brighter, celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon uh, Brewing Company Golden Colorado Ale. Um, What was that next thing that I wanted to get into? Oh, I did see, I did see the stat about the Dodgers. The Dodgers, dating back to last season, are 118 and 44. Over their last 162 games. This is officially the greatest 162 game stretch by any MLB team in the expansion era. That's from Blake Harris. 118 and 44. Pretty good. That's great. Pretty good. That's great. Uh, Dallas, were you aware that when you woke up this morning that the Baltimore Orioles were a playoff team?
2: (laughs) Uh, I was, Jared. I was. How do you feel about that? that? How do you feel? I feel like it's great. For baseball to have the Baltimore Orioles, a team who and it's the reasons that you can be excited about the Baltimore Orioles, I think, because I don't uh, I don't think it's fluky, and I think if they can even add some depth I mean, I don't mean now I'm talking obviously in the future but if they can add some help on the mound, why not? why, why, why not? can't the Baltimore Orioles start to be a team you have to consider when you think about what the division looks like at the end of the season. Why can't they start to work themselves into that conversation in the future should they be able to add in the places of need based on the young core and what you're getting, what you're seeing right now?
5: Well, aren't they trying to sell a team that could get in the way?
2: Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, that's a matter of... no. I, mean, that's was, sh- I don't want to no.
5: stop with a parade.
2: No, there's you, you. sell the team, you instantly are now under an ownership who conceivably would want to be doing what the last ownership group did not want to do or there blocked you at doing, or so. In in my mind, that kind of would be a plus thing.
5: Yeah, and then the team's worth more if they start winning. Well,
2: so that's maybe typically they'll how that works.
5: So before they sell, they're going to want to. They also have the best uh, walkout song for a closer in the league. By far.
4: Mm.
3: I
5: don't know if you guys caught wind. Mm. The what now? The closer, the walkout song for their closer, Mr. (sighs) Bautista.
2: No, I haven't heard it. Who? What the fuck? Are Are you sure you're not thinking about Edwin Diaz? No, dude.
5: What are you oh, talking he, Jorge about? Jorge Lopez? <laughs> Jorge Lopez got traded. Okay, well who the fuck is the closer? Batista, right? Yeah. Yeah. He comes out to the song, the fucking shit from uh the wire.
2: Oh yeah, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the whistle. And so the fucking
5: whistle. <laughs> For what? That's pretty spooky, is it not?
2: Oh, it's fucking great. Jared's never seen The Wire, I don't think. I've never seen seen it
5: either, but I've seen the clips, and I know it's from Baltimore, so it makes sense. It's Baltimore. Uh, The people love it. I mean, does it get any better than that, coming out to that?
2: It's the fucking, it's the greatest, because you know what's going down. The The lights are dimmed. Omar is coming.
5: He's coming to take your fucking soul.
2: It's solid. It's very solid.
5: That's the best, right, Jared? I mean, the the lights
0: make it, which obviously doesn't translate well to a podcast.
2: (laughs) It's just great because the imagery is... Omar walking with the fucking trench coat and his shotgun.
0: So yo. yeah, yeah. The, the light, the light presentation is really cool. It's deadly.
3: <laughs>
2: People are bugging out. <laughs> How
5: spooky is that, man? It is pretty cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is pretty cool. i, I It's in the conversation. Now this is see, this is now you're talking my language. Uh you're getting into not just walkout songs for closers, but now we're doing light presentations. Well, that's now it's we're all getting going. that that WWE crossover. We need fucking pyro. We need light shows. We need music. We need all of it.
2: The Jordan Smoke. Romano entrance in in Toronto is electric as well. That's gonna be a deal. Like, if I'm a closer, I need to know what kind of fucking <laughs> what kind of light presentation you're working with. What yeah. kind of sound system do you got? What kind of digital displays and graphics can we pump out there? Like what? can you do for me in that realm I'll take care of yeah. the outs I need you to make me a fucking superhero
0: yeah like let's let's get into it here like what what are we doing it's it it We're long overdue we're long past the point of, of being able to execute WWE entrances for relief pitchers
2: yeah that's why like I'm telling you right now I would still be rocking if I was a closer I would still be rocking the song that I came out to at Texas Tech, which was, was? "Du Hast" by Rammstein.
0: How many fucking times have I referenced Duhast on this podcast and you've never said that that was your walkout song? I don't know. I talk about Duhast all the time.
2: I don't think I hear you. Are you sure? I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think you do.
5: Yeah, I've never even heard that in my life. So I've never heard you say it. How does anyone say that? Thank you. All the time. You guys don't. Have you ever heard
2: Jared say that? I've never heard Jared say that. Usually, at least like once an episode. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's about
5: right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So
2: I've never heard it. Never, but yeah, that was my because, and it's it's the greatest because as soon as the fucking. Now everybody on the aluminum stands is just fucking stomping their feet and slapping the back of their. Oh, dude. It was fucking great. Fucking great. Closer, light show, fire.
5: Fire. Water, fire, and this water. This right here? Like-
2: this right here? As soon as it starts to it- drop. <laughs>
0: That's a great song.
1: Oh, I've, God. I've talked
0: about Duhas so many fucking times. Like, let me see. Uh, I'm going to search my name in, in Duhas and see how many times, and, how many hits there are.
5: You just got to go back to last episode. once episode. Yeah, well, I'm talking, boom, about, on no, I'm
0: talk, I'm talking about on Twitter. I'm talking about on Twitter. I'm talking about on Twitter. How many times have
5: I tweeted about Duhas?
2: One, and, two, three, four times. Uh, the song I used to listen to in junior college before I got to Texas tech was Metallica and it's an instrumental ecstasy of gold, which is kind of like the Edwin Diaz. It's not, it doesn't have the tempo. I mean, it does in certain points, but it's just a straight fucking battle cry. Like that song would play over a scene in gladiator.
5: Yeah. I'm coming out too. What are you coming you can right? put on for a long time. <laughs> put on <laughs> for a long time. Sooner or lady going to punch you down. And you, boom, you, and you, know, down.
2: you know, uh, Jake Deakman.
0: Yeah. This, What's this he come Jake out to? Right here? No, he doesn't come out to this. Well, he did. Yeah, run. he did. Uh, Andrew Miller came out to this. Andrew Miller came out to that for a long time.
2: Well, I never had Andrew and then, Miller on my team.
0: I tweeted She's July fifth, July fifth, twenty fifteen. I said the Red Sox should replace Sweet Caroline with Duhost.
2: Didn't know you. Uh,
0: I tweeted
2: a virtual nobody in my in my world.
0: Braves Ashland, who just chirped me this morning because the Braves we didn't even talk about that yet, Joey. But Braves just swept the Red Sox. On uh, March 10, 2021, she tweeted, the sun is shining. The windows are down. You're in a great mood. What song is on the radio? And I said, host. Mike Grinnell. Mike Grinnell on, on uh, May 7, 2022, this year, he tweeted, what is the most popular song of all time? And I tweeted, Host. I've just been a Duhas guy. I'm sorry. I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> I'm a Duhas guy. Yeah, I can see that. Do you yeah, know what it no, means? Uh, you hate. Yeah. You know, it's a love song,
4: right? Yeah. Yeah. Very
2: spirited love song.
0: Yeah, I love that. Love that about that.
2: Yeah, yeah but look up Ecstasy of Gold in your spare time. And uh, just get baked and let that one wash over you.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm speaking of like getting baked a little bit, we have a new sponsor, Dallas.
2: Oh, dude, really?
0: Yeah. CBDMD. The leaders in hemp-based CBD and Delta 9 THC products. These guys have everything you could possibly need to straight up feel better. And their, last, uh, their latest breakthrough is Delta 9 THC. These sneaky innovators found a way to get these Delta 9 THC products shipped directly to your door. And now some restrictions may apply because of course they do. So check your local laws before purchasing. But I'm telling you, this stuff is the real deal. They've got gummies packed with 10 milligrams of THC, perfect for winding down after the socks blow another lead. 10 milligrams sound like a lot to you? Well, CBDMD has you covered with their microdose soft gels. With just one milligram of THC, these little guys pack a punch that's perfect for all-day support whenever and wherever you need it the most. Don't get all caught up in the technicalities. This is the same THC you've come to know and love over the years, just extracted from hemp. It's how I wind down after a long day. I'm a big, I'm a big anxiety at night guy. It's never during the day. It's never in the morning. It's usually like, hey, we're done. And uh, pop one of those gummies. You're good to go. Uh, great way to, to cap off a, a long, stressful day. I'm sure that you guys can relate to that. To learn more about Delta 9 and everything else CBDMD has to offer, just head to CBDMD.com. Once again, that is CBDMD, M as in Massachusetts, .com, uh, for information, education, and the best damn gummies you've ever had. You must be 21 years or older to purchase Delta 9. <clears throat> um, where was I just now? Oh, the Baltimore Orioles. They're in a playoff spot. Since promoting Adley Rushman to the majors, which was back on May twenty first, the Baltimore Orioles are forty two and twenty eight. <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles are forty two and twenty eight. Uh, the Yankees are forty three and thirty one over that same span.
2: What are the Red Sox? <laughs> uh,
4: I
0: don't know. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. That out? Why do you want to know?
2: Well, I I thought you were going through the division. I just, I thought they were next. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no.
5: Yeah. So Rushman came up a month, a month and a half into the season. He already leads the team in war. And the guy's on fire. You know, they fucking, uh, I mean, the Orioles haven't won a. Haven't won anything in the past 10 years, it seems. He comes up. They're immediately the best team. Almost better than the Yankees and a lot better than the Red Sox.
0: Yeah. The Orioles have, I mean, since May 21st. My birthday. That's your birthday? Since May 21st, the Orioles have the best record in the AL East. The only teams that have a better record than the Orioles since Adley Rushman was called up. The Dodgers, the Braves. The Mets, the Astros, the Phillies, and the Mariners. That's it. That's a seventy-game sample. Ballin'. Young Six, studs they're playing Six
2: hundred ball. Young studs jellin'.
5: Mm-hmm. I want to see that Padres make the playoffs, but if they, but I will admit, if the Orioles make the playoffs and the Padres don't, that would be amazing. Yeah. By the way, Red Sox thirty-seven and thirty-six. They have a winning record over that. Experience. There we go. Suck my oh, fucking balls.
2: Good for them.
5: But I think Rushman's in the and in, in, in the rookie of the year conversation now. Watch out, J. Rod. Ooh. Oh,
2: uh, could Especially be a slow and injury. steady plug along for, for old Adley.
5: You know, and he's on the plate. He does more than just he does more than just hit. Mm. Guys calling games.
2: I get it. He's not J. Rod.
5: He's calling games, and this pitching staff is pitching way better than people thought they would. And that has, and everyone says it's the fence. I say it's Adley Rush. You say it's Adley.
2: I think it's the fence.
1: <laughs> I mean, Trey
2: Mancini, 10 minutes into g- getting to Houston, was like, oh, this is what happens when I hit it up in the air to left field? This hasn't been happening for me lately here. It's happening a lot now. A lot.
4: Dallas, it's you a- got the Orioles making the fucking
0: playoffs.
2: I don't. Why? I mean, what do you mean, why?
0: You're 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 acting like a coward right
4: now. No. Speak with conviction. No, you know Speak what? I don't with see conviction. I
2: don't see any reason why why they couldn't make the playoffs if they right. continue to play this way.
0: Uh-huh. That's a good why, start.
2: Why can't they make the playoffs? That would be Because
0: of because of people like you who don't fucking believe in them. No, that's and I, they what need- are you
2: talking about? I, I I just was giving an answer. We're we're working through this. We're discussing this.
0: All right, but, but I want you to I again I, I need conviction from you.
2: I'm I'm very convicted in my assessment mm-hmm. on why the Baltimore Orioles I, I'm asking you. Mm-hmm. I have my answers. Why, you th- why wouldn't they be able to? Can they sustain a level of offensive production that has them battle against the teams that are going to be in their way? Do you I like the I Baltimore th- offense better than the Seattle offense? Do you like Baltimore's staff against Seattle's offense better than you like Seattle staff against Baltimore's offense? Do you like Tampa's staff better than Baltimore's? Whose offense do you like better out of those two? If he had one staff to put against that offense, whose would it be? I don't know that Baltimore is the answer to any of those questions. And that's not to say that they can't win games. I'm not hating. Mm -hmm.
0: No, that's what you're doing.
2: But that's why, uh, you know, like the, the old cliche, that's why you play the game. But the record for the Orioles since Adley has arrived is what it is for a reason. And that's what the next month and a half is going to answer is what he's done to this point, is it real? Yes, we believe it's real. O's fans believe it's real. Are the guys around him ready to collectively take that next step by sustaining what they're doing right now? And if the answer to that is yes, yes. Then I think we have our answer on whether or not the Baltimore Orioles are a playoff team, and that kind of answers the question I was asking is what about the Orioles tells you they can't make it and for me, it would be can they pitch well enough when they run into some of these other offenses that they're still in the ball game come the seventh inning, See, inning?
0: yeah, I feel like this is this is more of a discussion about like. Can they make a run in the playoffs? Versus, can they just get there? I think they can get there. I, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do once they get there, but I think well, they can for sure get there.
2: But that, I mean, like, you got to think. Oh, so they get there, they're gonna have to play three games, right?
0: I don't. I'm not. I'm simply talking about getting there.
2: I know, but uh, so like, huh, we're here. It's the postseason. Uh-huh. Never mind getting into that three game wild card. We're just. How do we get to a point where we're going to be going to the postseason?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah, because you're talking no about how they
0: stack up against these other playoff teams. I, I'm not talking about winning a championship. It's just like, at season's over, yeah, are the I Orioles mean, like, going home, or are they? Do they got to play somebody? Like uh,
2: who's who's their number one and two? You're Jordan, you're talking about Lyle's? playoff
5: series. No, he's well, not, I'm dude. Ta- because he's no, it's the teams no. they're battling for. To yeah, get in. They have right. they're going against the Rays, who are obviously on paper, the better team. On a, they're just the better team. And then they're going against all these AL Central teams who are all playing each other and they all and they have a way easier schedule. And they're also probably arguably better than them. There's a lot of hurdles yeah, before, what, for the Baltimore Orioles.
2: Yes. And what I've been saying is the pitching, I don't know, stacks up hmm. against all of these other teams. That, that's why I, I think you I mean, Joey, they traded unders- their
0: fucking closer.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like, that's Who's having a great year. He, he is. But again, Batista. If you think you got a guy that can come in and step in and do exactly what that guy was doing and you get something for that guy. And now you've gotten the same kind of production from Batista. And you're you're you have an eye towards the future. Like the Orioles, I think front office probably feels like, yo, this is house money. This is great. Where are we sit in the wild card? Kind of smack dab in the middle of the conversation right now. And we don't know that we should even be here right now.
5: Mm. Yeah. If you got a guy with a sick walk-up song, you go with him. That's just the I way wish. it goes.
2: Yeah.
5: And especially if you can get prospects back, it's a win-win. Mm. It, is, it is crazy that they're, that they're doing this good. And they sold and they're still winning. Mm-hmm. It could be a uh, you know, win-win-win-win win situation. But call a spade a spade. If we're going to analytics, fangrafts, they have a seven percent chance to make the playoffs.
0: Fangrafts is haters too.
5: Seven. They are haters, dude. They are they love giving the Orioles a zero percent chance before the season even started. I don't mm-hmm. think this year, but last year, a zero percent chance. Is that That's possible? Terrible. Carlos Correa's been sucking ass.
4: Lately. Real quick. Opt in, opt out. Um,
0: If he opts in, he's only opting in for that next year, right? Correct. He doesn't. He's got an he option opt. for the next one. Okay. I didn't know if he opted in, if it's like you opt in for everything. No. three-year um, deal
2: options in all of them, how long you want to stay?
0: He's probably going to opt in. Yeah. He's in 264, 340 on base, uh, 767 OPS. 13 homers, 15 doubles.
2: Isn't it funny? Like, just think about Carlos Correa struggling right now. He got the contract he got performing the way he did. So now immediately when you're after that, he doesn't perform as well. So instead of quote-unquote testing the market, he stays put, takes his money. Hoping to just perform better than he did the year before, and let's say he does, then you hit the market and basically sell yourself as somebody who was better than he was last year. Though we're getting a year older, um, it's just interesting how the market views guys in his position, and I always find it an interesting study of guys whether or not they decide to opt in or opt out, because a lot of that has to do with what the market outside looks like. Are there other players at your position who performed better who would be setting your market for you as opposed to you setting the market for them? There's a lot that goes into that. Um, but it's all just based on, wow, I wasn't good last year, I'll take the money. I was good last year, no thanks. Let's see how much I get now based on me just being better one year. And it's going to be an interesting study his his contract and just, you know, what he decides to do. I'm I'm paying attention to it. Not that it's going to be like groundbreaking or anything. It's just fun for me to think about.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Carlos Correa. I mean, how many how many guys that signed specifically this past offseason have been worth it? So far, because I mean, obviously they're Max multi-year Scherzer. deals. Uh, Max Scherzer's been worth it. Metals. Kevin Gosman's been worth it. Middleton doesn't count. Not a free agent. Uh,
4: that's that might be the end of the list.
2: Trevor Story not not doing it for you? Nope. So you hate that Trevor was predictable.
0: Story? No, I don't hate him. He's just obviously he was never going to live up to that. That was a really dumb contract. Um Yeah, that might do oh, who who the fuck else
4: mm-hmm.
0: like the is not ban uh, out right Robbie now. Ray Robbie Ray's had a nice rebound Seager it was looking like well. that was gonna be a really dumb deal, but
4: Seager is he yes he swim
0: mm, yeah i I mean. Let me see. What is Corey Seager up to these days? I want to say yes blindly. 254, 808 OP. All right. So he's not... You're not getting what uh, you've gotten the last two years from um, his Dodger days. His last two years, he hit above 300. Had a, almost a 400 on base last year in 95 games. He hasn't played a lot of baseball in the last couple of years. But the numbers, OPS north of 900 both of those seasons... Um, this year, he was an All Star for the first time since 2017, which is interesting. Um, but 254, 332 on base, uh, 477 slug after being well above 500 for the slugging percentage the last couple of years, for an 808 OPS. 25 homers though—that's that's the most home run. He's he's one home run away from tying his career high.
5: Yeah, he's chugging along, brother.
0: His Trust career me. high from
5: 2016, his rookie of the year season. He's he's a steady yeti, that Seeger man. He's never he's, you know just kind of flies under the radar, but mm. guy gets his hits. Marte's another one who's popping off.
0: Yeah. Um, Corey Seager making 33 million dollars this year. Will make 35 and a half million next year. And we'll be making as much as $31.5 million uh, in 2031 when
5: he's 37. That contract is not going to age well. Well, you know, it's, he's, they got that's cheap. They're paying him less than Corbin. So compared to Corbin. <laughs> doing, doing pretty good. It's a pretty good deal.
2: Hey, uh, Jared, I, didn't, I just noticed this. Uh, this happened a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. From what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, rumor has it that Chris Sale and Joe Biden are mountain biking partners. That- what?
0: what? Oh, can you not? What, dude? Can you not hear? What are it? you talking about? What? What did you... I can see your your lips are moving. I can't hear the fuck you're saying, dude. What are you saying?
1: What do you say? Oh, I, I was just talking about. Talk about what?
0: What are you saying?
2: Oh, what's up? I didn't hear what you said. Oh, oh, um. As soon as I saw this news, huh? I thought bold strategy cotton meme <laughs> instantly, instantly. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything I've learned, Jared, yeah, it's to never
4: count out the genius. Yep, of Alex Cora.
2: <laughs> right. Um, what can we expect as baseball fans? From the news of Chris Sale
4: having a bicycle accident
2: and, and hurting himself, what can we make out of that? Kind of like a a manny fucking machado like what what can we take away from this news?
0: uh at first, I was not a conspiracy theorist, but then um Last night we recorded the uh, Name Redacted podcast and Pat Light had some pretty interesting tidbits on the show. I mean, as a guy who was in the Red Sox organization and a guy who uh, has seen it firsthand what they do and what all major league teams do, but specifically the Red Sox, uh, he his stance was pretty firm that he did not believe the bicycle story. And he's like... You know, the teams, whatever stories you get, especially if, if people didn't see it and other like so players the personnel Red Sox are
2: lying sacks of shit is what you're saying.
0: No, uh, oh. he said that it's very plausible that that's the story that he gave to the Red Sox, but that that's probably not actually what happened. Oh, so that, Chris Sale is a lying thing. piece of shit.
4: Could be. Well, I mean, what Could do you be. think? be.
2: Do you think he because you just kind of said he was me. you kind of eluded to it? I just that swayed
0: me a little bit. I don't I think I'm now in the camp of I don't believe that story. So yeah. you at first are on the first, record my, as
2: believing Chris Sale is a lying piece of shit. Your words, not ours. At first,
0: my line of defense was he broke his right wrist, which is not his dominant hand, because I think everyone saw the freak out in Worcester and took that as, Oh, he broke his wrist. He probably just like had like a fit of rage because he was hurt or whatever, frustrated and he punched something like he would have punched with his left hand.
2: No, 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 no. He's yeah. a, he's a smart, savvy veteran. He would not have punched with his left hand.
0: So then maybe it was something like that. I don't know, but yeah, I'm, I, I think I've come in off of the, I believe the story
5: camp. To I don't believe the story camp. So well, we could probably track down the scene of the crime. There's probably some evidence going around there. Yeah, maybe crashed his bike. There might be a couple bike pieces. So if we go over there, we don't find anything. That there's no well, bike mean, crash.
2: You got him. You got him getting hit by a fucking semi, Joe. I mean, it's not like he's. You're going to find a bike crank and fucking two and a half gears and a and a peg. <laughs> at a handbrake. Yeah, I mean, you might I mean just- the
0: only way, the only reason why you would lie about this is if like he was either if it was self inflicted or if he genuinely did something stupid. But then I always think
5: like if well, you're going to make a lie hand about it, hand? yeah, and then you and then you you cover it up with something kind of just as stupid like falling off a bike you would say like oh but he at uh, least
0: like if you're riding a bike that's like well what do you want me to do like that's a freak accident like i was riding a bike i was exercising whatever but if he was like water skiing then it's like bro what the fuck are you doing like you're you're hurt trying to come back and you're fucking out there like water skiing or if you punch something then it's that's like being selfish
5: okay i see what you mean yeah but you're saying that the red sox don't even know I'm saying was- that
0: there's a chance that that's the story that they were told, and that that story might not be correct. I'm I haven't heard anything. like Is there people a chance that the me, Red
2: Sox are okay with that being the narrative?
0: What that
4: it was a bicycle? Uh, that, that, yeah,
2: yeah. Like, are they okay, yeah. are they okay? Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that they're like, please, God, like, like let the man do, let, let him live his life, but. Like, is there, is there going to be anything to this? Like, they're not, going to, they're not going to grill Chris Sale about what was actually going on, right? They're not, are, are the reporters looking?
0: will. Reporters will. I think when, when he comes in, I mean, but it'll be such a non-story by the time he comes into spring training next year. Like, someone will ask, and he'll just be like, yeah, no, I fell off a bike. That's it. So,
2: are you saying the, the, the planned off days, those are? no oh boy. All right. So, next spring is when we'll see him.
5: I have no idea. So what happens when you give Chris sale an off day guy? Oh, let me go get lunch. <laughs> let me go get lunch. Turns out <laughs> like Dallas was right this whole time. Yeah. So it's not a smart move. Cause guy gets into mischief, right?
2: Oh, J- Joey's got him getting ran over by a semi in a crosswalk. So <laughs> let's just, let's just go back and, and fucking visit the intersection.
5: Hey, I man, just, I'm saying people are always like, oh, you fell off a bike. That's pussy shit, dude. No bike. You could fuck yourself up, man. Shit's dangerous. You can't <laughs> well, that's even. What I say you're, you're a, mountain
2: biking like you're going down a fucking hill. You hit a jump. You hit a ramp. You hit a turn something. End up over the you, fucking handlebars, bracing yourself.
5: Bam. Even if you're on one of these bike trails, you know, is two lane two lane highway. You got people coming straight. You got to pass guys walking. You're swerving in the other lane. You're trying to, you know, shit happens. Wait, how does Chris
4: Sale wipe his ass now? That's good.
3: Probably has a (laughs) bidet.
0: He broke he broke his finger on his his left hand. Yeah, but still he's it's but he had surgery on it. There's like a whole fucking cast on it.
2: Like a splint.
0: Yeah. You can't you can't stick that down there. No, he's not wiping (laughs) his ass. He's not, he's not jerking off. He can't oh. wipe his own ass.
2: I mean, can we just let the guy... I mean, give the guy a break. That's what I'm saying. I
5: think the Red Sox have given him enough breaks. That's why he got in trouble. Too many off days. He probably... He
0: sold his soul to have that moment. Like, I, I want to be the pitcher that closes out the World Series for the most dominant team in Red Sox history. And it's like, well, what's that going to cost you? Well, Everything. <laughs> And I I bet you he would have made that trade 10 times out of 10.
2: He got a nice chunk of change.
0: He got paid. Mm -hmm. He got to... I mean, that that ninth inning in the clincher against the Dodgers may have been the most dominant inning ever pitched by a pitcher in Major League history. Jesus, here we go. I mean, he... If you go back and watch... Think about it, Dallas. He struck out the side in order. I think it was Kike was the second at bat. He threw him a slider. The swing was up here. The ball was down here. Was not even close. And then he brought Manny Machado to his knees with the the final out strikeout. Like it was like he closed out the World Series with a strikeout to a superstar player that embarrassed him so much that he ended up on his fucking knees.
5: Manny fucking Machado.
2: Manny fucking Machado. He's not. The only
5: ending I can think of was better than that was like the Nestor Cortez immaculate ending this year yeah <laughs> those are probably one and two Wow. Uh,
4: yeah. um.
0: it's not is that cool, it
4: dude. is that all we got
0: um yeah well i mean it's 2 30 we started this podcast at fucking noon yeah so i gotta go i'm <laughs> wheels
2: up to texas
0: Yeah. Well, I got to get some Freshly first because Freshly's new lineup of effortless in-season meals gives you more time to enjoy the summer. Don't waste your time inside shopping and cooking. Take advantage of the good weather and Freshly's special summer sale. Now you can get $125 off Dallas. I know that you're trying to save some money right now. You got 19 fucking kids. You can take $125 off across your first five orders. With Freshly, you're not stuck with fast food chains or frozen dinners when you want a meal quick. Freshly provides delicious, effortless, balanced meals without having to sacrifice your summer moments. Other meal delivery options make you do all the work of prepping and cooking. Freshly comes ready to, eat, ready to heat and eat in three minutes or less. Designed by nutritionists, prepared by chefs, then delivered right to your door. I'm actually gonna have some freshly right now because I'm I'm actually starving and I I'm way past lunchtime. And the fact is, I don't have to call. I don't have to do some some meal deliveries and wait a half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm three minutes away from my meal right now, just sitting here doing this podcast. Get delicious, nutrient packed, prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No cooking required, fresh, not frozen and ready to heat and enjoy in just 3 minutes. Use the Freshly website or the app to find meals that fit your lifestyle with plans that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. Choose from over 50 nutritionist-designed entrees like classic steak peppercorn, multi-serve sides like masterful mac and cheese and their new line of plant-based meals. Skip the grocery shopping and the dirty dishes. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every single week. New meals are added weekly, so you're not stuck uh, eating the same thing over and over again. And now you can try Freshly with $125 off your first five orders. Make summer dinners stress-free with Freshly. And right now, you can get $125 off your first five orders at Freshly.com slash Jared. That is J-A-R-E-D. $125 off at Freshly.com slash Jared. Joe, uh, before we get out of here, what is the next baseball doesn't exist youtube video the uh the last one did the last one hit a milli yes you're just going platinum with every video now do you like do you feel like a fucking loser if you don't hit a milli on every video now uh yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm ne- I, don- I always feel i'll never i don't i always feel like a loser but even
2: good stay humble
5: yeah, I'm staying humble.
2: Stay humble, stay hungry. The next What's video
5: is just going to be about, you know, it's just going to be, I'll give you, it's just going to be f- 15 to 20 minutes pure violence. Oh, it's going to be pure. It's No, brawl. we're going to take, you got to be careful with the brawls because that's how you get demonetized. Oh, yeah. But mm. you know, there might be, yeah, there'll be some punches thrown. It's going to be informative, entertaining. It's going to be all that.
4: Okay. We're here for. When's it, it out?
5: I don't know, man.
2: Uh, <laughs> fucking bear with me.
5: Fucking the week of the 15th. It has to be out, I think. Damn, dude. So sometime next week. Cool.
0: All right. Jake's takes.
5: Uh, Fuck bikes. I took a baseball bat to my bike when I heard the news. So <laughs> I smashed it up.
2: Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do in that beautiful weather you're having now? What's that weather looking like right now? I see the sun beaming.
5: Uh, yeah, we got 75 degrees. It's a little bit cooler this week. Um, Winds five to ten miles an hour. Uh, Moon phase is a waxy gibby.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Waxing waxing that gib, baby. We're on that intro phase.
0: Mm. Okay. Dallas, you got any final thoughts there,
2: Cowboy? I don't. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to go play golf in Texas.
0: All right, you enjoy that. Um, all right, enjoy the weekend of baseball. We'll be back on Monday morning as always. We'll see you then.
4: We go!